time where we last left our heroes. Having successfully talked to Blackjack's mother and convincing them to leap and convincing her to get the keys to the to the cell they were locked in atop a minaret, our heroes flee the the shunned mosque. Akhtar and Nana Demir decide we'll start running press stories and handling the loss of our dear Professor Smith for real this time, as the four as the four of you have a curse to break. The fastest way to get from here from here back to London is via the is via the Orient Express. You would take a plane, but planes are shut down at this time due to the weather. So the, let me explain that away real quick. It was agreed upon that you went about getting some new clothes because they look very disheveled right now, and you've worked upon getting on getting more ammunition in case you encounter Mehmet. As you leave behind you, the shunned mosque's dome looks like as if it is bleeding blood from the top of its spire. And as you arrive at Sir Keki Station, preparing to depart, 
you see you arrive there as you prepare to get your tickets. The train departs in about one hour, and the man at the train says, I, I, am, I am so sorry that uh, monsieur is at madame's, but uh, you see, the, the problem is uh, we can't give you uh, first-class tickets together. All of them have been booked, but we can get you four seats for uh, spots on the train, but unfortunately you all have to sleep in separate rooms with uh, strangers. I apologize for the inconvenience. Did you say uh, we were at least on the same wagon? Oh yes, you will all be in the same wagon right next door to each other. You'll be able to easily get to each other. I'm just informing you, Monsieurs and Madames, that uh, it will be a bit, uh, you know, a bit inconvenient. Very well. We might see if we can trade around. I suppose that's fine. Very well. Uh, uh, again, a bunch of apologies. A bunch of apologies. I will forgive you. Yes. Uh, so, so everybody knows where they are. If you look at the first class car where you're sleeping, Marion, you're number two. Uh, Joanna, you're number eight. Toprock, you're number four. Odette, you're number six. Okay. Hmm. First class car. There we go. So I was number two, you said? Yes. Two, four, six, and eight. Yep. Yeah. As you board the train, I'm going to have you each meet your uh, your cabin partner. So, uh, Joanna, you walk in. Uh, you have been assigned the bottom bunk, and you meet uh, and you meet another woman. Who goes, ah, buongiorno. Pleased to meet you. Uh, my name is uh, is Madonna Martinelli. Ah, hi. Uh, no, nice no, to meet sorry, you, Marian. I'm speaking oh. to Marian. What? Oh. I said Marion. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, well, I'm very pleased to meet you too. And uh, I'll exchange a brief uh, embrace and faint, faint kisses. Ah, yes. Uh, so tell me, uh, what do you do, uh, madame? Uh, you may call me Marion Hunt. I'm uh, very pleased to meet you. Ah, uh, Miss uh, Hunt, please. Marion. Uh, I'm uh, a bit of a psychologist and a scholar, you might say. Ah, how wonderful! I I am a, an opera singer. I am going to uh, going to Paris. I got the new show. Oh. An, an opera singer. I'm utterly delighted. My uh, friend just in the uh, in the next wagon just worked at an opera, actually. Really? Yes, and I I, I have another friend who is a dancer. So you. I'm. I quite like these things. Will you be singing for us here? Uh, I may this evening after dinner. Yes. I greatly look forward to it. Ah, indeed. But uh, may I ask a favor? Can I have I... the bottom bunk? That's perfectly fine. Thank you. My legs are so sore from the previous show I was doing. It is a uh, very, uh, very, in very intense. Oh, it's no worries at all, I assure you. No worries at all. Thank you. Next car. Uh, we now meet uh, Toprock. Goes in, and you meet this man. He's got, like, this... He's got, like, you know, notepads and papers everywhere, and he's just, you know, writing up a storm. 
and he and it was like, "Oh, how you doing, sir? My name is uh, Michael Gatling. <laughs> you can call me Mike." <laughs> Hello, Mike. What you working on? Oh man, I have the new story. It's gonna be good. I work for the scoop, you see. Really? What's oh, been going yes. on? Oh, let me tell you. Do you know about the bear in the Blackpool? Hmm, might have heard something about it. Hmm. Uh, well, you see. Oh, he's got a lover, and I'm trying to figure out who it is. Really? Hmm? How are you going to figure that out? Well, you see, he's just a few cars, he's just a few rooms down. If I just do a little snooping, if you, uh, how about you do a little spying for me and, uh, I can help you out. He's here? In which car? Uh, he's in this very car. Oh. Now, the thing is, they know my presence, uh, Mr. Toprak. Toprak to uh, Pleased to meet you, Toprak. I, I'll tell you this right now. Journalists know me as that pesky, like, people know me as that pesky American journalist. But you, you're a common man, are you not? You could say that. Yeah, look, if you just make friends with, uh, with the Baron of Blackpool and, uh, you know, kind of get a little bit of secrets out of him, and I'll, uh, I'll cut you a, I'll cut you a pretty good deal. What kind of deal? Uh, a little bit of money. I'll consider it. I'll get back to you later. Perfect, perfect. Next up, uh, Odette. Mm. Yes. In your car, you meet this very posh sort of gentleman. He's like, you know, very refined. And he goes, Ah, oh, yes, hello, Miss, yes. Mr. I am. I am Sir Robert Harrow. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. Uh, Pleased to make your acquaintance. Let me tell you about some of my amazing adventures. Tells you these really long, boastful adventures about just like how great he is and how many women he's had sex with and how Hmm. just like he's just like, oh yes, and then that was the time I... And you don't buy a word of this. <laughs> he is such a fake. It's not long. It is. <laughs> yeah. Joanna, as you board the train, you meet two people. The first person you meet is someone who is at the train platform. Oh my god, Joanna, is that you? Hi! Uh, it's me, Jack Malone. Remember from the train? Oh, right! How is, uh, how are you? Oh, man. Oh, let me tell you, I have this crazy story. I was in Austria, I was, you know, I was going to Austria, right? No kangaroos. Very disappointed. Uh-huh. How shocking. And then, you'll never guess it. I, I had the, there was a robbery at the auction house. I had to come here. I seen some shit. I'm just glad to finally go home. Uh, yeah, but how have you? How have you been? I I have. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. You seem worried. You seem very worried. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know. I guess uh, lots happened since we since we've met. That's it's nothing. I'll I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Yeah, it kind of looks like you're uh, looking for someone. Uh, something going on? No, no, it's it's okay. All right. Well, uh, if you need anything, uh, let me know. I'm on the same first class car, I think. Oh, you are. That's lovely. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, uh, see you at dinner. Mm-hmm. I'll see you. As you board the train, then you uh, walk into your car, and you recognize yet another person. Well, if my eyes don't deceive me, uh, does the bird land in the nest, or has it been eaten by eagles? Who is this? First, this, I... you may have forgotten her, and I don't blame you. Her name is Elena Costanza. She was the spy you met in Lausanne who told you that there was a plot in Turkey against the roy against the royal family of England. Ah. Hi, yeah, no, the the bird is all right, actually. How are you? Well, I'm pleased to meet another MI6 operative out here. Always a struggle, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank goodness we got the same train car. We do. Oh, that's that's great. So, have you done any research looking into that? I mean, look, I'm still trying to find the guy who, you know, might be wanting to take out the prince. Yeah, we're we're still looking around actually. They're both in a room, Marion. They're both in the, you know, locked room right now, quietly discussing their agency. I I sure hope so. <laughs> yeah. Look. I don't know what your plans are, but if you but look. If you have any information you may that you wish to disclose, I I can help you. I don't have anything to disclose right now, but I'll keep it in mind. Thank you. All right. As you all get settled in for the evening, I would quite like you. I would quite like uh, to to for you all to go to the foregun and download return one. And please open that up. You're going to want this by your side. This is Detective Jack Malone's personal notes on everybody on board this train. This is a thing he does for a, for whatever reason. Feel free to use these notes to keep track of who's who and what everyone looks like and where they are. Oh, that is real helpful. I was hoping that there would be like an in-universe reason, but Joanna just been going along. And that's Sorry, fair. What? That's in character. That's fair. That's in character. No, but what did you say? You cut out. Uh, I was hoping that you would like accept Jack Malone's help because he's gonna because he was gonna give you his notes as part of like you know asking for his help. Ah, uh, yeah, but the problem is everybody I've known up until now has betrayed me in the end. So mm. well, except for your friends. Yeah, You'll well, actually, Esther. Irene was my friend. Mm. Thank you very much. So, oh well, so. I don't trust anyone. 
Carry on. So here's the breakdown. <clears throat> here's how we're going to do this. From here on out, after the after the dinner scene, you can talk to whoever you want on this train. You can uh, meet with people. You can see what they're up to. And you can interview them for clues. You can also take time to read the newspapers. There are two of them. The London Times, which is a more proper newspaper, and the British Scoop, which is more of a tabloid journal. I would like to read the papers. Yeah, during dinner? Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, go right ahead. Uh, let's see here. Uh, which one would you like to read? Both of them, but I'll start with, uh, with the non-Scooby one. Uh, that will be the London Times. Please open Return to. While you're reading that, uh, what's everyone else up to during the dinner? Give me a moment. I'll start reading through this now. Yeah. Uh, which document was that? Uh... The newspaper. Uh... Uh, Marion might be interested in Rama Hotet. I think that's who I want to talk to, yes, but I want to talk you through. Oh, yeah, and uh, by the way, Emil, Suk Emil Sukard, uh, he introduces himself as your conductor. Ah, yes. Pleased to make your acquaintance. Yes. Please enjoy, please enjoy your stay aboard the train. Uh, during the dinner, uh, what does everyone want to drink? Uh, oh, you know, we have some very fine, uh, very fine wines from Italy. We have, uh, uh, we have a couple of beers for those of you who would prefer that. There's always tap water, tea. No. I'll have a beer. I'll I'll take water and then I'll take tea afterwards. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, I think I may go for some tea. Tea, Choprak? and more coffee. Coffee, yep. Only Marion needs to roll a d6. Can I sense trouble first? I mean, yeah, you can sense trouble on that. <coughs> <coughs> but I'm no. gonna ask you to roll for it. Okay. This is just to be fair. Pausing to take a moment before you drink your water, you momentarily realize, wait a minute, Mechmet might know I'm on this train. Wait a second, the only thing he knows that he could easily poison would be the water, because they don't know what we would drink otherwise. And then you take a moment to look at it, and then you notice that one of the people on the train, uh, which the, uh, the, what is it? Uh, Kurt Groning the industrialist aboard the train, he does a spit take and he got a little bit of strychnine poisoning. A what now? Strychnine. Yeah. It's a poison. It's really bad. It kills you. Uh, I, I, I suppose... He spit it out the moment he tasted that something was wrong. I suppose that means the tea and coffee would be out of the question too, because... Nope, they, they get boiled, so... Oh. They're out of the question. What? Uh, remove poison. I'm, I'm actually going to go straight and 
this to the conductor that there's something wrong with the water. Mon dieu, he declares. This is most concerning. Uh, let me speak to the maid. Very maid. much so. And Emil, like, he runs off and begins, and you hear, like, the two of them are arguing back and forth between the two of them about, uh, about, like, you know, the poisoning. It's like, what? No, that's not possible. What? And they keep arguing back and forth about this for a bit. I'm actually going to try and sneak in just a bit reassuring and go, maybe it would be helpful to discuss who could have had access to the water. Did you see anyone come in here? Maybe do something? Um... I'm going to need you to con to give me an interpersonal skill that you want to use for this. Uh, I am going to argue for reassurance since I'm going trying to calm them down and focus on something more productive. Indeed. Uh, roll that. Oh, you want me to roll that as well? Okay, yeah, not I want you to roll opponent. that, though. Because that's, like, that's got some potential for failure. Spending the point alone is not going to necessarily work here. Mm. Ah, damn. You're good. Oh, nice. You're able to walk in and, uh, well, the thing about the water is that, like, only the waiters could have done that, or conductors, or there was a little window of time where nobody was in the kitchen. But it was, like, minutes, so you know it's none of your roommates, because you would have seen them leave. All right. Well, I was already fairly convinced it wasn't any of our mates, but I'm going to pass that information to the rest of the group quickly, just that. Uh, the water was poison. Uh, it was probably poison while we were all meeting our roommates, so they should be safe. Uh, Joanna, you finished reading the first paper for any stories that seem relevant. Uh, do you want to share any well, info? Well, there's the, the funeral of Laszlo. That's that's gonna happen on the twelfth of March. They oh. uh, they have a really tiny article about him. Oh. Uh, Can I like? Yeah, you show exactly. them the document. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wait, which one was that? Uh, return to Electric Boogaloo. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Also, I. I tell Marion that while I don't, uh, while this might not have been done by our roommates, I still do not trust them. Hmm. Well, that's fair. We, who knows if how many brothers of the skin, uh, Mehmet snuck aboard. It doesn't make them safe. I just say, said they didn't poison the water. That's okay. That's really all we have to go. Mm -hmm. Like, it worries me that my roommate is actually an MI6 agent, while uh, Irene also was an MI6 agent who managed to get uh, McMitted. So, at the moment she met me, she was like, give me all your information. So, I'm really wary about that one. That's, but you've also that's met fair. her before, and she has asked for, uh, and she has, you know, informed you of uh, the plot. Yeah, true, but I so met that, Irene before, too. I know, but it would be so, weird for Mehmet to tell you his conspiracy. No, unless that was, she wasn't Mehmet then, but she's Mehmet now. That's always worth considering. Boom. 
I just have I have a bad case of paranoia at the moment. Understandable. That's, that, that's fair. Just try to project it in a constructive uh, way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kurt, the man who was poisoned, proceeds to uh, just say, "I'm fine. I'm fine." Oh, yeah. That was a uh, quite concerning. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go to the salon car. Uh, if anybody wishes to, I'll be uh, playing bridge. Feel free to join Wait, me. Wait, is this... Question. Is this guy supposed to be French or German? I'm trying my damn damnedest right now. To oh. right. Don't... Okay. okay. Germans off today. Uh, I have a question. Okay. Yes. Can I assess honesty to see if he tried to poison himself to do a double bluff so we wouldn't suspect him. You know what? I'll let you do that. Uh, spending a point from honesty, from assess honesty, you know for certain this was him actually being poisoned. Alright, so he should be safe too. He seems to be safe, yeah. That means we have five, probably not Mehmet. Yes. That's something. Good, uh, good elimination. Hmm. Hmm, all right, so hmm. should I help this Mike Gatlin? He might be able to provide us more information. We have him on our side. I will be right back. Discuss your plans. So, yeah. I'm not yes. sure who we want to investigate yet, but this Mike might know, have some information. Yeah, he seems to at least be mildly familiar with some aspects. On the other hand, an idiot like him might get in trouble. Hey. Uh, what are some signs that someone has been magmatted? Well, there aren't really any, so that's hard. Well, we have... So, so, where you... so what have you come up with? Uh, I've just written a list. Mm -hmm. So, those we have as probably not magmat. And let's see, those are us, so that means one... Two, three, four, five, six people could six people could potentially be Mehmet with that information. Yeah. All right. I mean, is um, Elena Costanza one of your roommates or not? Costanza is that, your roommate, Joanna. That's your roommate. Yes. Oh, of course, that makes sense. Well, well, I, I'm, I'm also... saying probably not Mehmet here, but. Uh, we don't know how many brothers of the skin there is here. Yeah, uh, true. So it's it also worth noting that Mehmet's identity could change. It could change. Why? Okay. <laughs> this hard game. Because mm. if you think, because if he thinks you're on his trail, he'll switch. That's just something that you can guess. But that should. Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna say anything. I think. If he switches, do you notice a personality change in someone? That's up to you to find those contradictions. 
far to Gatling. If he notices. Oh well, it's hard. Uh, it might also be smart to investigate the conductor. Yes. Yeah. Also, do we know? Tell me. Do we know for sure there was Mehmet who poisoned the water and not one of the brothers of the skin? Well, we don't know. But this is literally the only lead we have. True. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, I suppose. Uh, I, I almost. Water, uh, so. I want to mention this, my roommate, he... I, I, I would almost dismiss him just out of bluntness based of what I know, but... Honestly, for we know, there could just be a, uh, cover. Seem less suspicious. <coughs> uh, time, time ticks forward a little bit. It is officially considered night. And I would also like to inform you, uh... Joanna, you have finished reading the second paper. Please open Oh, that was so paper. quick. And in the morning, pretty much all this information is potentially use useless. Because he might just swap at night. It's more like evening right now. It's like 8 o'clock. <laughs> like, a lot of time passed between boarding the train and, you know, it, you know eating dinner. Uh, okay, so we really need to put some uh, focus on these 1, 2, 3... Four, five, six, seven characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Also, which uh, document was this? Return three. Thank you. Hmm. Because what I'm thinking is, I mean, the count and countess, Joanna, you should probably be able to talk to them. You can fit into high society. So that that's potentially something. Uh, the count is uh, currently uh, you went off to go play cards with Kurt. Can you play cards? You want? I can play cards. If you I'll, want uh, to I'll go join play them. cards then. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and Hotet seems to be the man I could potentially get most information out of. I mean, we're both wise. So, mm -hmm. okay. True. But what are we gonna look for? <laughs> what what is our strategy? How are we gonna decide whether someone is a Mechmed or not? Play up to your strengths. Like if they act inconsistently for what sort of person they should be, that's suspicious. If they do have a surefire alibi for when the water was poisoned, so when we were all boarding the train. That's also potentially uh, a lead-in. So if you could get talking about what they were doing when they were boarding the train, uh, mm. some, uh, something like that, that's potential. It's just, at this point, we're sitting here with no information. So And like literally, trying to assess honesty, I guess. Trying to see if someone has a hidden motive. Any information you can get that we can get another passenger to correspond is good information. Okay. So, who goes to talk to who? I'll talk to Hotet. You'll talk to Hotet? Uh, the, mm -hmm. the Baron and Baroness? Mm-hmm. You're going to talk to Baron? Uh, <coughs> sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, the Countess? Uh, uh, 
because okay. wait, Joanne. So you're going to the Barrel of Black. Who, who should I go to? I, I don't know. I'm. Also, I think so. Yeah. All right. Play cards. That's the one. Yep. Uh, yep. The count and the countess. Yeah, count to the countess. Aha. Good. You can go talk to the Baron Margrave. Margrave. Oh yeah, yes. All right. Yes. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, well, but that's you maybe probably... maybe talk to the conductor. He's a fellow working man. I don't know. I mean, plenty of bomb in the swamps. Because I'm probably good. Yep, that could work. Chat up the conductor. Just just trying to give you a direction. <laughs> let's so um, let's, uh, let's go with that. So first we'll handle the Count and the Countess. Uh, you, uh, the Count and the Countess are uh, playing bridge at the table. Kurt Groening is also there. Okay. And, uh, they're looking for like a fourth player and... Uh... <clears throat> madame, Madame. Would you yes? care to uh, be, my, uh, uh, be my, my lovely wife's uh, bridge partner? <laughs> Well, if you insist, I have been known to play a couple rounds before. Ah, and I sit yes, down. Excellent, so. excellent. You seem like a a, a woman of fine class. Um, and, I thank uh, you. Yeah. Uh, you know, they sit down and they begin to play. Uh, yeah, roll me a d6 to see how well you're doing. Yes. Okay. Oh, you're playing pretty Probably. average. Yeah. Yeah, it's about an average game for you. You're doing all right. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the, so tell me, uh, Madame, uh, what do you do? <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm kind of an. I kind of. Uh, I'm. I'm a dilettante who's kind of an adventurer at the moment. I'm traveling around with these friends of mine. Oh. Which is oh. lovely. Yeah. Oh, Solving mysteries. Real treats. Yes. Quite intriguing, that. Yes. Hmm. No, we That's don't really quite. have time for adventures, the two of us. Always busy, you know. Oh, dreadful. How come? Oh, you know, my husband will just never seem to want to go out. This trip to Constantinople was the only way we would ever be able to see the world, even at times. <clears throat> Madame, I would insist that you treat me with a little more kindness. <laughs> oh, please. Constantinople, and, you know, how begin lovely. to fight a little bit. You know, they just kind of get at oh, each other's dear. throats. My, my apologies, Madame. We should not be, uh, we should not be fighting like this. And Kurt's just a little bit flustered by that. <laughs> All right, but you go to Constantinople often? This was a vacation, as I would put it. Oh, lovely. Indeed. It's a, it's a very lovely place. Very oh, yes, it's culture. very lovely. Oh, the Blue Mosque was such a beautiful sight. Tours were wonderful. Shame my husband couldn't be there. He's like, well, you see, I had business I needed to handle. 
Hmm, quite. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have met that young man over there, though. Kurt blushes. His boyish <laughs> charm, he can't, he can't take compliments. He's such a young up-and-comer. Okay. You met in Constantinople? <laughs> yeah, we we met we met there. It was uh, we, during the uh, the Blue Mosque tour. I am very uh, uh, shy person, but I was on business. <laughs> there are kind. Ask what kind of business, or is it your business? Oh, I, uh, my company, uh, Groning Fabricat. We, we make, uh, you know, we make, uh, ammunition, really, but, uh, we, we work, we work hard. I try to make it an honest trade. I, uh, I cannot complain as a woman with a gun on my side, so... Very the, game goes, the rest of the card game goes without incident, unless you have any other questions you wish to ask. Uh, yeah. Things like, have you enjoyed the train ride up until now? Oh, they they all uh, really enjoy the experience, well, except for Kurt's strychnine poisoning. Yeah, that was quite a fright. Uh, in, indeed. Uh, but I'm used to having people try to take out my life. It, it happens. Oh, so I'm a bit really? reluctant. How? I'm an I'm a young up and coming industrialist. Of course, they're going to. Of course, I have competitors who would prefer to see me dead. I didn't know it was such a cutthroat business. It is, especially with the German economy in shambles right now. Ah, uh, yes, of course. And but, from there on, I don't have any questions. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Marion, you wish to speak to Rama Hotet. Uh, please text me next. What? Say that again? Please, please text someone else. Okay. Toprock, who did you want to talk to? Uh, sorry. Uh, Lord Mikhail McGrath, Baron of Black. You come to the salon car at the bar, you see his sort of Disposition, he just uh, starts talking along the lines of <clears throat> Ah, uh, hello there. Uh, how you doing, Sat? Hello. What you doing tonight? Uh, just drinking a little bit of the problems away. Not much really dating for me, you know? Ah, And I'm sitting on all that money. Personally, I'd just kind of like to get back to me butterflies and all that. Eh, what's it gonna do? Uh, uh, sorry, where are my manners? Uh, Michael Margrave, pleased to meet you. Topek Demir, pleasure is all mine. Uh, Turkish, right? Indeed. <laughs> Scottish, I presume? Yeah, uh, don't call me a Scot. Liver. I'm from I'm from Blackpool. Yeah, uh, I'm just from the north. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he proceeds to kind of. Uh, I want you to roll a d6 for drunk for drunkenness. Fair. Like you get, which bad Muslim by the way, not supposed to drink. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Well, well. And anyway, they get. You know what? Never mind. You rolled for his drunkenness. Because that would be out of character. Uh, he begins to get really tipsy. Can I tell you a secret, my boy? Ah, uh, we're among equals here. Nobody here to hear us. You see that lady? She, he points at Doña Margarita. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, pretty woman. Tell me about her. We met in Constantinople. Ah, oh, my bird city. What did oh, you do there? Yeah. Look, you see, her family, the Delgadas, I've been selling them my uh, estate slowly to pay back the debt. The debt of what? Oh, it's all in the tabloids, those bastards. I invested in a German factory only to have it go under due to an arson attack. Oh no, how terrible. I know, right? I, I don't know what happened. So I had to recoup the costs. Why? And so, I started selling my land to the Delgadas. But you see, if I marry that beautiful woman over there, I can get all the land back. That's quite a plan. It helps that she's a total catch. Oh, you should rest now. Indeed, and you, uh, he hooks his arm around your shoulder, meanders his way with you back to his room. Oh, man. Odette, who did you want to talk to? Yeah, I was going to approach the conductor. Ah, yes. You find Emil, and he's like, you know, he just gets out of a really rough argument with the Mater D in the kitchen as he storms out in a puff. Oh. I'll never understand you, sir. For five years! Ugh. Oh, uh, hello, monsieur. You, do you need yeah. anything? Uh, sorry. I was just wondering uh, if you had any uh, updates or ideas on what uh, the situation that's happened earlier. Uh, the poisoning? No yes. clue. Uh -huh. We know that... Uh, I go in there and I insist that, the ma that maybe the Mater D did it. And then he just yells at me about his years of service and then all that. I, I, though, let me tell you something. Uh, the Countess Emanuela? Yes. She stormed up to me and said that I did it. Oh. And mm. I responded that, you know, oh, there's no way I could have done it. Like, I, I could not have done it. And then the Mater D comes to my defense and starts saying how I've served him for like. You know, so many years, and ugh. Ah. Yes. That's... Makes me so mad. Ugh. I understand that. It... I swear. 
This is not... Uh, anyway, monsieur, I'm sorry. That was very rude and very impolite of me, and I shouldn't have done it. I... No, forgive no. Me. Forgive me. It, it is okay. So, sometimes you just need to let it out. Express emotions. It's not good to keep things locked up too far. I know, I know. It, thank you, thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, this is such an embarrassment for the train. I, I, I seriously wish that this never had to happen. Hmm. Well, I, I suppose it, it's, it's honestly it's a shame, I must say. It's, it's not what I was expecting to be doing today. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody was expecting to have to do this today. Well, uh, have a good... Well, uh, yeah. have a good night, Monsieur. I must uh, be preparing and uh, what and inspecting the train. Yes. So so. Uh, and Marion, you wished to speak to Rama Hotet. Uh, yes. Also, make sure that you're all in the document I shared, so we can share information quickly with each other. Um, you talked to uh, to Rama for a bit. You find Rama, he's in his room, and he just is... Ah, yes, hello. Uh, oh, you're a Miss Marion Hunt. I am a big fan of your book. Yes, yes. Yes, um, pleased to meet the fan, always. Ah, von wonderful book, wonderful book. Please, yes. please, uh, I, I invite your company. Do you want to come to the salon car? Care for some tea? I'll be most happy to. Yes, please. Don't leave the so way. Why are you at Orient Express, by the way? Ah, I'm going to the Oriental Club. Back in the London. Oriental Club, you say? Ah, yes, I have a big speech to give. Ah, I'm a member, actually. Oh, yes. Uh, after uh, the conference in uh, Constantinople recently of uh, uh, the Carlisle expedition, it's been wonderful just to possibly, you know, just share some of the revelations of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Keith Bennett. Wonderful writing he is. Yes, you would be aware of his existence. Yes, of course, uh, of course, Keith Bennett. Wonderful, wonderful man, yes. Uh, Don't tell I'll me. Ma I'll make sure to take the same tea as he does, by the way. Oh, yeah. And the two of you drink and, you know, you drink some tea, share a couple of good exchanges. You know, he talks uh, about some recent discoveries pertaining to the nature of the universe. Uh, while certainly a bit related to the mythos, they are nothing you haven't heard before. Uh, I am going to try to lead him on with that, actually, with either occultism or the mythos. And, uh, that's a point from occultism, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to see if I can lead him in a direction where uh, I can figure out if he's trying to uh, hide something, slip something by me, fool me. Essentially, if he knows something that Mehmet would know, and I don't think this guy would. Point from occultism, point from uh, psychoanalysis. All right. He mentions something about the Carlisle expedition and its connections to Nilarhotep. He mentions the name The Skinless One as a one of the many names that Nilarhotep has gone by, but other than that, he's clueless. All right, I'm convinced he's... Uh, so, does that mean he is potentially Mechmet? He's with how potentially Mechmet, but honestly, these are kind of flimsy grounds to make the assumption on. 
All right. Well, at least I have some information about him then. Yeah. You know that he's just more of a fellow occultist. That's really all you've got. You know, like, and that he knows a little bit more mythos than most should. Uh, time goes by, and it's around 9.30 p.m. when uh, Madonna Martinelli begins her performance in the salon car, summoning uh, you know, most people to kind of pause and come in and take a listen. It's a beautiful aria. She gives. That's it. That's that's all that happens. Like a half an hour goes by when it's now like a 10 p.m. Uh, you guys now have another opportunity to make actions, or you can try to get some sleep on the train. Well, it's only nine o'clock, right? It's only nine o'clock or ten o'clock right now. So could probably get away with do with talking to at least one more person that's still up before going to bed. Uh, the count is still up right now. Jack Malone has come out of his apartment. Uh, comes out of his uh, sleeping uh, bed to get a to get a last minute drink. Uh, Danton Sazorvic and Kurt Groening are talking to each other in the salon. Who was talking? I said. Uh, Danton and Kurt. And Emil is, is uh, making his rounds. Well, we don't have anything on Danton yet, so... I'm gonna go talk to them. Uh, as you approach, Danton and Kurt are uh, talking to each other about, you know, like a business deal since Danton's a bureaucrat, and, you know, maybe he's hiring, and Kurt's like, kind of taking a shining to this guy. It seems really nice. A bit bumbling, <coughs> but yeah. And as uh, you know, he's talking and he's got like a small drink in his hand. He accidentally tosses it. Like, oh, I am so sorry, ma'am. Oh, please forgive me. Oh, oh, I am so sorry. What did you say happened? He spilled a drink onto you by accident. Oh, it's quite fine. I have changed. Oh, oh, good. Oh, forgive me so much. I am. Oh, such the clots. Yeah, I mean, as long as there wasn't cyanide in the glass, I think we're all fine. There was not cyanide in the glass. You are fine. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, he just keeps insisting, you know, that's a, oh, is there anything I can do to make up for this? I am so sorry. Who was this man talking to me? Was it da Danton? It was Danton, yeah, not Kurt. Well, you can keep me company for breakfast tomorrow morning. It would be nice. Oh, that that would be lovely. Yes, that would be really lo lovely. Uh, Miss Marion Hunt. Ah, oh, pleased to meet you. Uh, maybe you've uh, read my book. Uh, no, I haven't read your book. I'm not even aware that you wrote a book. Oh, I did. Huh? That is quite. Hmm. What's it about? I... It's about dream and their correspondence to us. Wow, huh? And he kind of just, you know, you, uh, how long do you explain some of the ideas from the book for? Uh, well, it's getting quite late, so I'm not going to uh, keep uh, keep him from go uh, going to bed, especially since I know I'll be talking to him tomorrow morning already. But maybe five-ish, ten minutes, if he's up yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, you know, he keeps talking to you for a bit, and he really appreciates, you know, some of these ideas. 
that you're kind of throwing at him. He can, he's kind of starting to get convinced. Excellent. Oh, that was certainly very enlightening. Uh, 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 it's getting late. I should probably be going to bed. Tomorrow, then. Hmm? See you tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, then. We shall continue this. Uh, and after that, Marion probably also goes to bed. Yep, you get into your top Question. Bunk. Yes. You said that with every night, uh, night you would get points back? Uh, but if you get a successful a... night of sleep. Fuck! <laughs> you have to sleep. <laughs> I don't want to sleep. I don't trust anyone. Sure, do you want to go to your bed and stay up really late at night and just, like, you know, not sleep at all? You can do that. Yeah, but I won't get points. You're fine. You, did, you didn't spend that many. Yes, you did. No, I didn't spend many then, but I do have some. Nah, it's fine. I'm gonna stay up because I don't trust anyone. That's fair. And I'll, and I'll keep my ears open. If there's anyone walking down the hallway, I will know. Well, you'll know, but uh, Toprock, you up to anything? I was thinking of disguising myself and probably watching who is up at night. But what's a good disguise? Uh, a train conductor? That seems like a very good disguise indeed. Yeah, if you want to disguise yourself as a conductor, go right ahead. Alright. Do I have to give any points or something? Yeah, if you have a disguise, I believe is the name of the skill. Indeed. Yep, spend a point. I may ask you to roll later to see if it's convincing. Alright. So okay, do you do anything before the before sleeping, or were you just gonna sleep tonight? Uh, oh, that kind of has been. He's like, I I can't think of much I can do with. It. I think he's just gonna go to bed and just try and I don't know, dream of solutions. That... Yeah, it's uh, not like right. people okay. don't. Oh, uh, you successfully sleep soundly throughout most of the night. Hmm. Nice. I would like to call, um, since since I got this really good idea all of a sudden, to do some yeah. stealth sneaking around. <laughs> Which sure. was certainly my idea. Yes, thank you. Sure. Uh, gonna have to spend points from stealth, and I may ask you to roll later. Okay. And as for you, uh, as for you, Marion, can you just roll me a d6, and I'll tell you what that meant later? Cool. Okay, so let me break down everything that happens in the night. First, you notice, uh, so Toprock, you spend your time kind of stealthing out in the salon car as a conductor since nobody typically hangs out there. You only notice a few things. You notice Rama Hotet comes out at night to get some late night tea that he takes time to drink. And you notice that, uh, and you notice that, uh, you know, that you look outside and you notice some people begin to board the train at one point into the second class car. Do you wish to check them out? Yes. You step outside at the Turkish frontier. The police begin to board the train along with a few other individuals. As the, as this happens, those individuals boarding in the second class car appear to be 
very Turkish in origin. Suspiciously, they kind of look similar to each other in the way that they're kind of clonish. Uh-huh. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yes, yes. Hmm, what to do with this? Um, do they talk to anyone else? Can um, I... Uh, wait, there's a... Oh, dang it. I want to shadow them, but I spent all of that. You just uh, to... I could use stealth. Could I could. keep a watch on them? Yeah, you can keep a watch on them. Alright. Pause. We cut to Joanna. At around 11.30 p.m., when the train stopped to pick up the, uh, to pick up, uh, the people at the Turkish frontier, you begin to hear, like, uh, banging noises at your front door. It's like, oh, please, I have seen your beauty, oh, madame, oh, madam, I have seen your beauty, it is so wonderful and ravishing, please, sleep with me. Your roommate is fast asleep. You are not. <laughs> this, this man is just like the man from next door is begging you to just like be with you right now before you even step out of your cabin. What? Sir oh, Robert but is wait, just, who is that? That's who is Sir that? Robert. Sir Robert. Okay, putting that down. He's just like hounding Got at your it. door, begging you for like. Two hours, this happens. No! Go away! Until 2 a.m. when he gives up and goes back and then we get to sleep. No, I just, I just, I just get, I just, I just go to the door, open it, and say, I am so flattered by now, but I'm afraid I have a headache. Could you try again tomorrow? (laughs) Uh, And just kind of like, shashay him out of here, because honestly, This takes a while to convince him. This man is You chose to stay up. That's your own damn fault. Yeah, well, I didn't choose to be hot. That was just the way I was born. <laughs> okay, meanwhile, Marion, at this time, as uh, you, you vaguely wake up hearing that whining from the other, from like a few doors down, you're kind of in a groggy haze as you wake up from your like little cat nap. But as this is happening, you kind of catch a glimpse in your room of some male figure leaving your room. And then you just go back to sleep thinking it's an illusion. Doesn't sound like something I would do. That doesn't sound like something you would do. What would you do? (laughs) Uh, Is there any check I can do to see who it was who was in my room? Sense trouble. Let's go with sense trouble then. Is it a role? No, I'm just going to let you have this. The figure is... Here's the facts about this figure. You make out the following about him. He's male. He has a mustache. He is... He is also wearing... He's also not wearing any tie. (laughs) Okay. That's all you can discern from this in, like, your tired state. Could I get a better picture of number 14, please? 
A better picture of number 14, you say? Yeah. Uh, the Lord Michael Margrave wears a bow tie. So I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'll it's not him. In. Not him. So it's either Emil or Rama. It's either him or Rama. Yes. Indeed. Or Toprak. But Toprak's safe. <laughs> and Rama is drinking tea. As this happens... So it was Zucard. As you... As you... Then as this happens, Joanna, you finally get to do some stealthing. As you sneak, out of, the, as you sneak out of your car, you notice mm -hmm. that Doña Margarita uh, has just... What is it? The Doña Margarita has just re-entered her car after a, you know, small bit of a... After a small bit of a rendezvous with Margrave, it looks like. And you also see uh, the Countess Emanuela after a rendezvous with Kurt. Okay, like, I know the Countess, but what? who is the other one? Margarita. Margarita. Oh, right, got it. After with There's a, a lot of affair names. with okay. Margrave's room. You mm. see Kurt sneaks out with Margrave for a bit, and they go share a smoke. And they go share a smoke out in Svilingrad. Yeah, no one sleeps on this train. The nobles are horny as fuck. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with these people. They just are. Time goes by. The only person who seems to be asleep at all is your roommate, the Countess, Mike Gatling. Is the Madonna sleeping? Well... The next morning, you wake up, and she isn't there. She's disappeared. Well, someone probably stole her body. Well, do you want to do some evidence collection? I don't have that skill. Well, uh, too bad. I'll say one thing for certain. They're, they're, this certainly looks suspiciously clean. I'll ask Joanna. Joanna? What is it? My roommate is not here. What? Can, can you do your secret stuff in my room? Uh, sure, yeah, I can do uh, super, super secret spy stuff in your room, no problem. The voice so in I my head told me it's suspicious. <laughs> okay, mm. cool. I uh, I head to her room and I perform evidence collection. There are small traces of blood. A little bit hard to spot, but they are on that bed. Okay. I, I inspect the point, I'll spell it out for you. Sure. Here's what went down. What you can infer is this. After a little bit of pressing, Marion informs you about the uh, the bunk swap that she did with uh, her roommate. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when you 
but then you realize, oh, oh, that like they tried to murder Marion. They yeah. tried to murder Marion, but got the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And so, Madonna was murdered in the night. You're not sure how they got rid of the body, because you have no idea where it could be. Mm-hmm. Check the kitchen! Sorry. Well, I saw a bearded man. Mustache. A mustached man in my room without a tie. Mm. Those are the okay, first wait, two give things me a second. I, I have to write this down. <laughs> okay. Suspect <laughs> has a mustache and a tie, right? Mm. Oh, no tie. No tie. No and tie. as far no as tie. I know, the only people who look like that are Emil, Rama, and Toprak. I doubt it's Toprak, but... Oh, it's we can also... Toprak, you... Nothing really happened throughout the rest of the night for you. Just tried to spy on the other ones and didn't really find anything. You got me scared. Yep, I got you scared there for a bit. And Odette, uh, you sleep peacefully like a baby. Yeah. yeah. This is a peaceful night. Nothing bad happens at all. <laughs> well, except for this lady that got murdered, but okay. Well, damn. It's now breakfast. Also, you look out the train window, and there are wolves running alongside the train as you approach Sophia. Oh. How did I keep up? I don't know. The very fast wolves. Trains aren't that they, fast they have roller in that time. They're like going, your train goes at like 40 miles per hour. Oh, okay. Wolves should yeah. be able to keep that up. Yeah. Yeah. If you know how many 40 miles an hour it is. But yes, uh, I was thinking... Uh, Shut up, Dutchie! I, I have someone to eat uh, breakfast with, so I'm a bit busy. Uh, but uh, did you have a sense of honesty, Joanna? Uh, yeah, I do. Could you confront uh, Emil, maybe, about... Uh, mm -hmm. You suspecting him of sneaking into your friend Marion's cabin uh, at night. I mean, it's, it's potentially a bad idea to make an enemy out of him, but you can handle that however you want. However you think you can get that information out of him. I can, I can try. And probably don't talk to him alone in case it's Mac, because Mehmet probably has magical superpowers. Mm. Okay. Uh, in that case, I would like to request Dobrek with me. Um, first, just oh, oh, Honestly, just uh, yeah. <laughs> Dona Margarita de Geldar is the one that died, right? Margarita uh, no. was gone. Madonna, oh. um, was it Madonna Martinelli died? My bad. Madonna Martinelli is dead. All right. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah. Damn. Otherwise, I would mm -hmm. have to uh, confront Margrave to check out if his grief is real. All right, mm -hmm. I'll join you, Joanne. Thank you. And Odette, who would you like to look into? Uh. Mm. Honestly, hey. I I kind of want to go to the others and be like, hey, what do you think? Like, I'll be frank, I'm not the best at this investigation type stuff. Who do you think? Like, yeah. Oh wait, there are new newspapers aboard the train. You could read those. Yeah, I might as well do that. Just 
four and five. Read through okay. those, see if there's anything of interest to you that you might want to bring up. Okay, yeah. You guys go to your thing. I'll take a look at these. Uh, by the way, uh, just so you know, uh, Marion, you may want to read, uh, if you hadn't look at Return 3, there's something of interest for you there. Return 3? common knowledge shared amongst you after somebody reads them. Let's check Return 3, then. Because uh, the conversation between you and Danton, uh, nothing new really gets revealed from yesterday. He just talks about how he slept well, and you share some more of your ideas. But let's handle... Uh, Joanna and Toprock. Alright. You go to try to find Emil, but you can't. He's nowhere on this train. Yeah, you ask, you ask around, no one can be found. And you finally talk to the Mater D after like an hour of searching. And the Mater D tells you, yeah, he mysteriously quit in the middle of the night. He got oh, no. super mad and then left. I just saw him get off get off at the Stillingrad. Uh, let's see. Just to be sure, if this is Mehmet, we can't assess honesty this statement. You, you can't assess honesty the statement. Uh, what is it? You can use assess honesty or, psychoana or psychoanalysis if you want to figure out if there's an ulterior motive in what he's saying. Or, mm. but you could see if, like, if that statement itself is the truth. If this guy thinks he saw Mac he saw what was it? He saw Emil leave the train. Joanne, what do you say? Dig further or leave it at that. Joanne? Joanna? We got the dead one. Oh, Toprak, you're gonna have to make it. Hello, decision. no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry, I'm here. I thought I was unmuted, but then I wasn't. Okay, anyway, what I was gonna say was that there's a slim chance that we're gonna see Emil back, but there is a chance that they were Magmet and have now uh, decided to shapeshift into someone else. So it True. would probably be wise to see if the person really did get off the train or not. All right. So assess honesty or psychoanalysis. Yes. Um, I don't have psychoanalysis. And all I have is assess honesty. I uh, spent one from assess honesty. Yes. The major D genuinely does believe he saw Mehmet leave the train. Or not Mehmet. Uh, sorry, Emil leave the train. Okay. So Emil is just crossed off the list, no more suspects for that. He is no longer a suspect. Uh, this, that uh, none of the people on our list at the moment can be deemed safe. Yep. Uh, so all, all the work we've done up till now is... Back to square one, but you did, oh. but now he's on the run. That's probably not good for us. Ah, you've dwindled your suspects down by two permanently. Yes. <laughs> and that and that is when Joanna thinks I can also just shoot them all. But no. <laughs> hey, we have at least three guns we could do. It would it would definitely tell us who's the invincible one. 
Mm-hmm. Also, All it right. seems Hitler wants to sue Laszlo. Why would Hitler want to sue Laszlo? Yeah, apparently in this newspaper, there's a... Uh, yeah. It seems there's like a whole oh. thing between, between Von Baron. They don't believe... They say it's, yeah. Okay, Certified. I'm on it. They say it's suspicious. Also, Odette, you get one thing that only you get to see. Oh. Please open Return 9. You were in your room reading the papers when you received this message under the door. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry, not you, Odette. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, no. uh, uh, sorry, ah, uh, no. Don't look at that. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you would get to see that. It said, ah, oh, fuck me. No, it didn't. No. Okay. I, I, Which I, one I, did I, we all get to see, by the way? Uh, four and five. Since he was reading the newspapers. Yeah. Oh, whoa. oh sorry. Yeah, four and five. Yeah. And who gets to see nine? Uh, no, no one gets to see nine. I made a mistake. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, a, a good opposite of a friend. Uh, seems she still ha- doesn't have a voice back. That's a shame. Uh, let's see. At this point, uh, breakfast has been served. Has to get done. Uh, Danton, after breakfast, leaves you, Marion, to go talk to Kurt a bit more about their deal. Yep. Uh, yeah, you have a little bit of time. Next stop is Sophia. Hmm. So whatever you do... Uh, it will. So whatever you do, it's going to last up until we get to Sophia at eleven a.m. Yeah, I'm just a bit stumped at the moment on who I should go looking at. Yeah. Did we have any information on Danton at all? The only things you really know is that he's a bureaucrat. He's looking for a job, and you know he's just going to Paris to get work. Yeah. He's kind of the most boring man on the train. With ten suspects. Well, I'm gonna talk to... Kotanza. Why not? Kotanza? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As Odette continues to read uh, the papers a bit more... uh, Toprock and Joanna, what would you also like to do? Um, okay, so my first thought was to go to Sir Robert Harrow to kind of find out whether his um, escapades of last night were genuine or if he was just trying to distract me from the murdering going on. Sure. And then I realized that I really just don't want to talk to the guy. <laughs> he is a pervert. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He remembers nothing, hopefully. Uh, I, I guess I should just uh, go for that load. Uh, uh, let's see. I should go to my thing okay. to tell him her findings. Ah, yes. That's a good point. All right. Uh, you go talk to... Let's start with Mike. Toprock, you go talk to, uh, to Gatling. Uh, when you talk to Gatling, he's like, "That that Toprock, Toprock, no, 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 darling, no, 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 no. I got better news now. 
Better news. Do tell. Take a look. And he shows you return number nine. Found it. Oh, what do you think it could be? I think I've got it, but uh, oh, you will not believe this one. Sorry, friend, the deal's off. You're not giving me anything? Uh, fine, here's $50. No, 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 no. I want to be there when you get to hear the story. What? Take it or leave it. If... You don't cooperate, I'll tell someone else's story, and the deal okay. is off with him. Okay, okay, you know what? Go talk to the, go talk about, to that, uh, to the Countess and see if you can get her to tell you anything about, about, uh, her, about her lover, because I've got some suspicions. The Countess, you say? Yes. All right. I think... I think the Countess de Brucy is seeing that Kurt Groening fella. I can't be certain until I get another source confirming the story. You got it, partner. You have some time to go talk to her, but first, let's see here. Joanna, you wanted to talk to Sir Robert. And, uh, you know, he's just, uh, you know, playing cards in the salon with uh, Rama, Jack, and... Uh, and the Baron Margrave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Uh, I am just going to casually sit down and, um... Just be like, uh, you looking for another competitor? On the card thing, I mean. Oh, we could always use another poker player, said Jack. Lovely. Uh, roll to see how it goes. For how yes. your uh, how your gaming goes has nothing really to do with uh for oh um, yeah you yeah. lose some money in this poker yeah. match ah it's a good thing I have money like water then yep <laughs> and uh, with that the um, there's just this moment where uh, where uh, he's looking at. Where I, you know, the Robert is just uh, kind of eyeing you up and just going, Madame, please, Madam, please, you are the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my entire life. I must, I must have you as one of mine. And like everyone else is super uncomfortable right now. He is clearly trying I... to show off his masculinity. Uh huh. I, uh, I, I, I'm very, I, I keep, I keep myself very calm. I tell him that. That is the most wonderful. That's the most wonderful thing. But I am quite. Uh, I would love to assure you that I'm not that kind of girl, and I would like to get to know you better before we go into that field. I am a lady, after all. Oh yes, madam, please. Well, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm currently running to become the MP of Islington. I'm thinking about retiring from my days of being an adventurer. You see, long ago, I raided the pyramids of Egypt, and then he proceeds to give this really long story that you don't believe for any minute of it, involving him raiding a pyramid in Egypt to go find some sacred artifact dedicated to Thoth. Oh, fuck. I was, I, was so, I was so sure I'd get some actual information. Now, the fact that he keeps talking about nothing does maybe make him he, suspicious because he doesn't let go any actual information. 
And then at one point, you know, Jack, in an attempt to get him to shut up, says, Hey, buddy, you, you want to come out and smoke with me for a bit? You know, just to, you know, uh, you know, we can continue the story there. And then he just gets on his high horse and goes, No, what are you saying? I don't smoke. This is preposterous. And then Jack's like, fine, okay, buddy, fine, please. All right, I'm like, there's there's no need to get to get heated. Why don't we just continue the game? Uh, the game continues. Roll again. Okay. I hope I hope I I play a little bit better this time. Nope. Still nope, the same. Some money. Same. Rama oh, Potet is just like having a really bad run of crappy luck right now. And he's like, if this was backgammon, I swear I'd be winning right now. <laughs> Wait, who was the one with the backgammon? Oh, Rama just wants to play backgammon real bad. He is from Rama Egypt, and this does make sense. Okay. I, I write down everything, because I am, again, in huge ass uh, suspicion mode. <laughs> Mary, you lie. Okay, sorry. Margrave yeah. is just tired of this and decides to go and decides to just uh, leave the train for a bit. To leave the card game hey, for a bit because he's, like, he's tired of all this BS. Not the train, he leaves the oh. card game to go back to his room. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next, uh, Marion, who did you want to speak to again? I want to speak to Kotanza. Yes, you uh, speak to Kotanza. She's just... She's in her room still and just... Uh, uh, yes, hello? Greetings. I just... We haven't spoken, so I wanted to introduce... It's quite a trip. Oh, yes, it's been quite the surprises recently. Slept like a baby last night, the whole night. Not Have you... That's good to hear. Have you seen Madonna anywhere? No, actually, I was looking for her this morning, but I can't seem to find her anywhere. Quite odd. I was... I talked to her after the song last night. I wanted to meet with her for breakfast, but I didn't see her. I must admit I'm very worried about her. Uh, if I can't confide in you, I think I heard someone skulking about last night. And I'll... Worried for her safety. Quite concerning indeed. Have have you seen or heard anything suspect, suspicious? I said I'm all alone in my room right now and I said very worried. Well, I know one thing. Joanna just doesn't sleep. Oh, well, that does sound like her, I do admit. You travel together? Uh, yes, we'll travel together. Hmm. Quite odd. She usually goes by herself to places. Uh, oh, you know her then? Oh, yes. Uh, we're both socialites back in London. We meet at parties. Ah, uh, of course. That must be quite a nice business, being a socialite. But alas, oh, yeah. never was anything for uh, any, uh, any me, I'm afraid. 
Oh, right, right. But beyond Joanna sneaking about, you haven't seen or heard anything that you'd say suspicious? No. Ah, oh, that's too bad. I shall see if I can get better sleeping arrangements. Arrangements, I said I. Don't quite feel like being alone tonight. I could, that is very concerning and very fair. Find someone, though. Yeah, maybe Odette is willing to leave. Uh, meanwhile, Odette. So you said you wanted to speak yeah. to Danton yourself? Yes, I think I may, because uh, nobody has. Danton leaves his meeting with Kurt, and he... Yeah, with Kurt, and so you said, Oh, uh... Hello, sir. Uh, how are Hello. you today? Uh, I've been quite well, I suppose. The train hits a bump and he falls on top of you. I am so sorry. Forgive me. Oh, this oh, no. ah. oh. Uh, uh, it, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, uh, the, the name is Danton Zorbeck. Uh, what is yours? Uh, you call me Odette. Yes. Pleased to meet you, Odette. Yes. Uh, Tell me, uh, any work for me? Uh, suppose that we... Mm. I'm just negotiating with Kurt left and right, and I just can't seem to ever... Yes, yeah, I get that. It, it's rough. I've stumbled into this kind of position. It's basically a fluke. It's unlucky. Yeah, right. it's quite the fluke indeed. Yeah. Well, uh, if you I wish. must say, I'm, I'm, I'm very much just, you know, trying to make sure I just can make ends meet. I have a family back, mm. back yes. home, and, uh, you know, honestly, I moved out to Serbia a long time ago. It's been quite difficult. Yes. Okay. You know, I, I think I, I, I can talk with my patriots. Uh, we may be able to hire you on if you wish. Oh, that may would be see. lovely. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, you excuse me. I'm going to go sit down. I have some paperwork I need to do. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And he just goes mm. off his little. And he just like you know, he tries to shimmy through the hallway. Yes. Okay. This is a. Uh. uh Time, uh, stuff, uh, so eventually the train stops in Sofia. Stops in Sofia. And Toprak, this is your chance. Do you want to follow the Count as he disembarks the train for a second? <sighs> can I take anyone with me? You can. All right, Joanne. Would you care to join me? Why, sure. Where are we heading? <laughs> We're gonna follow the count. We're gonna follow the count. That sounds like a blast. That means shadowing, right? Yep. Or we're just gonna follow him like the normal way. Shadowing seems smarter. Let's do it then. Oh shit, I don't have any shadowing points anymore. <laughs> ah. 
Uh, I do have stealth and disguise, so... Exactly, you can just stealth it or disguise, that's fine. I'll just Whatever I want. Yeah, you got this. I believe in you. Let me disguise and I, like, and I like pat him. On, and I like pat him on the back reassuringly. <laughs> the Count beckons uh, Margrave over to talk to him as he also disembarks off the train. And he begins to just talk for a minute about how he's super mad at, like, Kurt groaning for stealing his wife. And he's just doesn't know what kind of damage that's going to cause the family name. And he just wants some, some dirt on him or something. And he just... And then Margrave reassures him that he's got a plan and it's all going to work out. All right. And as you, and that's all you witness. But as that. Okay, who was the count? Who was the count talking to? The count was talking talking to Baron Margrave. Okay, Margrave insisted he has a plan about how to deal with Kurt stealing stealing the count's wife. All right, this is getting complicated because uh, the Baron a relationship with Donna Margot de Gaulle. And I was in a relationship with Margot. Oh, yeah, affair. And the Countess is having an affair with Kurt or Kurt. Kurt okay. yeah. Aha. And the Count's aware of that and has uh, asked Margrave to help him with that. Margrave says that it's already taken care of and that he has a plan. And he was also the one who was looking a bit like Mehmed, although now it says probably not Mehmed. How come? I thought it was said probably Mehmed before, but okay. Seems to be little ulterior motive. Oh, never mind. And I just. Okay. Cool. Yeah, like, that was the big like that's the big revelation that there's an affair between the countess and Kurt. Uh huh. The count knows about this. Margrave has a plan to deal with this. Okay. Yeah. I should get back to Mike Gatlin ASAP. You get to Mike. You tell Mike everything. I assume. Yes. He gives you the payment. Mike gets off the station, quickly goes to the telegraph room to send a message, and then reboards the train. Hmm. I presume I kept my eye on him while that happened? Yep. Alright. Let's hope that means a few of them vanish in a few stations. There are too many. They reboard the train, and it departs Sophia. Lunch is served. Well, pick your poison. I I prefer the non-poisoned food, to be honest. What kind of spy are you? The kind that likes to be alive. (laughs) That's the one. I'm gonna have lunch lunch with uh, Mike. With Gatling? Yeah. The moment, the very moment you sit down with Gatling, the Count, the Countess, Kurt, Baron Margrave, and Doña Margarita all look at you like you're insane. Because uh, it's like, why would you talk to the journalist? He's terrible. Everybody hates him. Hmm. 
I don't. What? I don't hate him yet. <laughs> yeah. Give <Yeah. laughs> oh. me a reason first. Well, hello there. You seem to be like a wonderful lady. I've read your book, actually. I'm a big fan. That's excellent. I'm very happy to hear. Which part did you like uh, the most? I specifically love the part about the uh, story regarding uh, that place called, uh, uh, what was it, that idea called, uh, what was it, Nodens or something? Like as a concept of the collective unconscious, it's quite fascinating. Yes, I'm, I, I must admit, Nodens is very appealing. Oh, yes. Sort of as the wayfarer of dreams, the guiding light, so to say. Uh, who else does everyone else want to eat with? Actually, hmm? I have an idea how to get you in connection to your own Nodance, if you'd be willing to try. Ooh, I'm quite intrigued. Though it's best done in private. All right. And I'm going to hypnotize him to see if he's... Well, to see if you he's will... Mehmet. But... You will handle that immediately after lunch. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joanna, uh, Odette, and Toprock, who do you want to dine with? You can need to dine with a separate person or dine together to share information or ideas. I would like to talk to Hotet because right now he seems relatively suspicious. I don't know. I don't have anyone on my like, oh, that's the one. So I'm just going to go with that. I, I think I may try to go to uh, one of the other people to talk about how we may be able to carry on Danton, at least to help us out. He seems pretty... So which one, are you, so which one Odette? Uh, I, I, I think... Uh, I think I may start by with... Uh, yeah, let's try and go with Danton. Be like, yes, I think we may be able Talk with Danton a bit more. Toprock, who do you want to talk to? Um, I think I'm going to talk to Lord Michael Margrave and be like, hey, yeah, the good guy. Fuck him, right? All right. Marion, you successfully have convinced him to go to the hypnotism session. Joanna, you wanted to talk to... Say it one more time. Uh, Hotet. You sit down with, with Hotet and he... Uh, you know, he drinks his tea, and he says, Oh, uh, hello. Excellent card player, by the way. I must, uh, take some advice from you, yes. Why, thank you. I, uh, I must say, I was a little bit less fortunate with poker yesterday, but all right. Uh, I do, I do like Bridgemore. British, am I right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Personally, I'm more of a fan of, again, backgammon, but that's my, you know, that's my culture talking. Oh, right. I actually have never played backgammon. How do you play it? Oh, well, you see, and he explains the rules of backgammon to you. You know, you roll dice and you move those tokens around. And, you know, he says that he talked mm -hmm. to Jack Malone about this earlier and that he wants to set up a game with him maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He explains, like, some gambling rules to it. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting conversation. Okay. You notice uh, the, count, the Countess out of the corner of your eye get into a fight? Oh god, not again. But then the countess walks off in a huff. Mm -hmm. 
I actually um can I, tell I, you I have a question? Uh, sure, oh yes, sure. you can tell me something. No 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 no. First no, no, it, the I share a room with Kurt. And I just mm -hmm. he thought I was asleep last night at one point. Once I got back into the room and oh dear god that I walked in on. Uh, like uh, yes. the two were and the countess they were. Ugh. That must have been quite shocking. But I know, uh, and I had to hear it. I didn't all I could hear oh was no. uh, uh, eat the whole night. Ugh. I am so sorry. But um about that, that means that you didn't spend the whole night in your room, I believe? Uh, yes, I went to have some late night tea. I didn't have issues sleeping. Okay, because I do have a question. Um, I I was just heading to the bathroom at one point, and I noticed that we stopped at a station where there were like a lot of identical looking people, and I was just wondering if I was imagining it or dreaming or something, because it looked so surreal. Uh, you know... I've heard stories coming out of, like, Constantinople about, about, you know, shapeshifters or whatnot. But honestly, that's some shapeshifter behavior if I've ever seen it. Personally, I, I mean, I, I love the occult and all that, but come on, shapeshifters? That's a bit ludicrous. Yeah, but how would you explain it otherwise? I mean... It's not like it's. I mean, I can I can buy twins. I can buy triplets. I can even buy whatever you call it when there's four. But like this was a whole platform full of them. Yeah, this seems very off, to be frank. Yeah. What I'm, do you know about shapeshifters? Just from a from original. He says a thing or two. He mentions a lot of the. Specifically, he does say the skinless one at one point in reference to Nalarhatep, but that's about it. Okay, yeah. Uh, but again, he also lists it. off the crawling chaos, the, you know, his actual name, a couple of other identities. The cult of the Passover angel even got brought up at one point. Okay, so knows a shitload about Nalarhatep. Okay, got it. But even then... You're very well versed in this. I'm well-versed in this, yes. It's a, a passion of mine. The Carlisle Expedition in particular will forever be a, you know, one of those things that I keep an eye on. That is one of those great mysteries that I hope will unveil more to the world. Okay. Uh, the Carlisle thing was the thing that started this adventure, I believe? Yeah, it was an adventure that was uh, headquartered out of Cairo. I met some of them. Oh! Okay, okay. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Meanwhile, I uh, yeah, I don't have anything. To Toprak. Present. You're talking to Margrave. Uh, yep. Uh, hello there, sir. What can I do you for? Hello. Well, oh, damn the Kurt guy. The Kurt. Man is partially the reason I'm down in gosh right now. Quite a bit of a tricky, quite a bit of a sticky wicker that is there. It's got a room in my oh. butterfly collection. Oh no! Oh no! The bastard. 
What's the deal with him anyway? I got no clue. Honestly, could be anything. And that bastard groaning. Anyway, I really just wish that I could just, you know, be at peace and just, you know, get my money back. And then he looks over and he sees uh, Doña Margarita. And he looks at just how beautiful she is and she starts kind of like seducting him and it's like, oh. And uh, he proceeds to be taken with him, you know, because he's got. If you excuse me, sir. And I want you. Do you want to spend a point from sense trouble? Yes. Her makeup seems a bit off. Oh no. Doña Margarita. Just seems just the slightest bit off. Toprock, what do you do? Uh, I uh, grab some alcohol and go to Margrave. Hey, mate, don't you want another drink? Forgive me, I'm very much... Uh... Bit preoccupied right now. Oh shit, he's horny. Hmm. Alright, I have to go also distraction, but how I'm going to do that? Gonna have to figure out that one. Is, wait, Joanne is at the table, right? Uh, no, Joanne's at a different table. And Marion and Odette are off their own way as well. Help. Um. Alright. What's their room again? They are in... Uh, they are number... They're meeting up in uh, room number 15. Uh, okay, this is a fairly bad idea. I'm going to... Because I assume the first meeting up, probably kissing or something, I don't know. I'm gonna hide under the bed. Alright! Uh, this is terrible. Are you hiding under I... number 14's bed or number 15's bed? Oh no. Isn't it a bunk bed? Yes. Mm -hmm. But remember, they're in two <laughs> separate rooms. All right, you're gonna hide under Margrave's bed. Yes. You can, because you're hiding underneath there, you can hear them making out in uh, Rita's room. Then you hear the sound of what sounds like another person walking in. Then you hear the sound of some of blood definitely hitting the ground. Oh then no! There's the point where a Tumbling noise is heard. And then you figure... And then you see... And then as this happens, you quietly peek your head out of the... Out of the door. You notice both Margrave 
and Margarita exit the room. Margarita looks incredibly mad. Like, pissed off levels of angry. Mm-hmm. And then at the next stop, which was only a little bit later, called Nis Creveni, she proceeds to she proceeds to leave in a huff and gets away in a cab. Margrave is furious and he begins to smoke. And he's smoke out there. And he's just mm. Does Margarita come back? No, she gets in a cab and leaves. While this is happening, the hypnotism session went down, and just spend a point from hypnotism, which doesn't do much to you, but just know you've gained nothing out of it. You really just kind of gave, uh, you know, Gatling a transcendental experience. Yeah, but I'm fairly certain I wouldn't have been able to hypnotize Mehmet, and I'm not sure he could have faked that, so I'm going to call that a Yeah, he's safe. So, we had a slight suspicion about Margarita, and she instantly disappears. Yep. But I think you can quickly piece together what happened. Uh, It's currently 3.30 in the evening. Can you run me through what happened again? That's up to Toprak to fully recite, to figure out the insinuation, but here's everything he First there was making out, then another person walked in, then there was some noises, then there was some blood noises, then a tumbling sound, then Margrave and Margarita walk out both incredibly angry. Margarita leaves, Margrave goes outside at the station to smoke in anger. That sounds like Kurt got murdered? What? No, wait. Yeah, Kurt's it's Kurt. Who got murdered? Who got murdered? Who's the blood? No one. There's an attack. Well, you could Why is no one murdered? This is so disappointing. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you need to know if there's a body in the room. Because we can't do anything with this information otherwise. Guess I have to get back in. Well, you're, you're yeah. already there, aren't you? You're in, yeah, he's exactly. in the room next door. He can walk through the bathroom. Yeah, can you just peek oh, okay. or something? Yep, because yeah. I have to do that. Exactly. Also, the... like, I need to see what the blood is about. You walk through the bathroom and you find it's kind of a bloody sight. There's some, like, blood on the sheets there. You're pretty certain somebody was killed. There's no body. Hmm. This is a matter of who is missing right now. Do you mm-hmm. want to spend a point from evidence collection? Hell yeah. Looking Wait, uh, the room. let me check if I have... Where's my evidence collection at? Uh, oh yes, I do That's have. Cool. Technical abilities. You yep. look around a bit more and you find that... Oh. Oh, this is quite interesting indeed. You quickly to do something. You figure out that you figure out that by looking around, that there isn't any sort of you know like evident that like uh, that when the third person walked in, you notice 
that there's like bits of skin that are like scattered all over the ground. You quickly deduce that it wasn't any of the other members of the train, but a brother of the skin walking in to take the identity of another person so that way they look like they left the train. Hmm. So uh-huh. that means you think you know who Mechmet is. Well, guys. Yeah. We know who he is. What can yeah. we do with that? Isn't he like invincible or something right now? We have a ritual. Uh, but is that his house? <laughs> can we push him on the doom train? Figure uh, things out there. <laughs> could we actually? Couldn't we just wait till the train is in moving and just throw him off the train? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Can we throw him in front of the train? <clears throat> One second. I'm gonna have to walk if you go amongst yourselves, figure out your plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna be right back. Okay, so Doom Train, grab the guy, throw him in front of the train, and then run him over. No, wasn't there a very specific way we had to deal with him? No, no. Hey, we can trap him in the Doom Train. Do you think he knows that we should Was there a very specific way for us to deal with him? I do believe there was a that we had to use the ritual again or something. Yeah. Okay. And uh, in that I, case, you have to get him alone and trapped. I mean, I don't remember that, but possibly. Me neither. The doom chain. I can I can't believe that because I am well, particularly good. Yeah. Nash didn't remind us, so there is fit of the doubt that there isn't a specific way to deal with him. I can look in the broadcast for a bit to check if yeah. there was anything. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Because right. we don't want to get screwed over. Uh, yeah, Doom no. Train is an option. We do have to hurry up so it doesn't so he doesn't like change the <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. We well, have to hurry up. No time is passing in store right now as we discuss this, so you know, Yeah, of course, but not... like you know. We first also maybe trip. He probably knows the spell for the tomb chain, but if he doesn't, we can trap him in there, because remember, we need to do it again to get out. I'm fairly confident he knows it. Yeah. Wasn't his shop involved in us finding it? Yes, yes, it was. Oh. So he knows that then, yeah. Yeah, so he probably knows. Uh, Also, Mm -hmm. Nash, I realize I'm very you what? I'm very dumb. Yeah? <laughs> because I do have a fine simulacrum spell. A find what? Find the simulacrum spell. Right, oh. I forgot you have that, yes. Even I forgot you had that. What happens if I cast that? Well, sounds like, yeah. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find a simulacrum. He goes, oh shit. I mean, we probably don't have to derail what we're doing right now. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, not at all. At this point, you know. Look, at this point, I think it's pretty obvious you know who Mechman is. Just give me the name. <clears throat> Nobody knows it. I mean, the only option I have is Margrave. There you go. So you know who he is. Now it's more a matter of keeping tabs on him. I have shadowing! 
I have a bomb. <laughs> no, <you don't>. no. <laughs> Did we have any any instructions on how to deal with? Ooh. Who's squealing their hog? <laughs> no idea. I love but did we have any instruction on how to deal with Macmath at all? The because la could... last time we encountered him, he was just invincible. He he is invincible. There might it might just be he has a healing factor that he makes him invincible. If you you still have like your scroll, Marion. So if you want to like, take a little bit of time to see if you can gain any information about maybe how to take him down. That could work. You would need an hour to do it, but... I can do that, and you guys make sure not to lose Margrave. Okay. One oh, of you stay oh, with me, just, just so I'm not alone. And the rest of you keep track of Margrave. Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let me just... Let me just do this a few times. Uh, yeah, you keep an eye on Margrave. He doesn't get up to anything too suspicious throughout the time you monitor him. He complains to everybody about how Danya Margarita just sort of, you know, you know, just sort of like up and betrayed the stuff and left him and starts calling her sort of a callous bitch. It's honestly really unlordlike of him, but he is. But he would yeah. be justifiably mad if it was actually him, you know. And you know that's quite an unfortunate thing, really, because right as you're stalking him and trying to keep tabs on him throughout the time it takes for him to uh the time it takes for uh marion to fully read through the simulacrum uh some stuff kind of goes down uh because mm. the simulacrum's uh -oh. curse is getting worse uh, oh, let's see. and they're about to get a bit more severe all right so let's see here where is it where is it where is it? there it is all right so first of all one of you had if i'm correct uh let's see Ninth one. Uh, let's see here. Marion, you develop small sores and lesions on your left, on your right leg. They're big. They're kind of getting like, you know, little gashes are developing there. Ugh. Joanna, you have skin discolor. Your skin gets discolored like it's starting to decay on your abdomen so that's ooh. yeah it's like your skin what? is beginning to die on your abdomen as this curse of the simulacrum effect too i didn't cover but... it looks like you're not wearing any uh any sort of like you know feeling dresses right now mm. that's that's true <laughs> oh, Dad, it was you who had the fungus belly right mm -mm. well unfortunately uh now some sores you know, there's mucus beginning to develop from the fungus as well. Oh, it's no. not a pretty sight. Okay, I guess I'm stuffing with I got Oh, to... yeah. And meanwhile, ugh, mm, you, dear Toprock, uh, you just have, like, some really bad acne. <laughs> like, really bad acne on, like, bad acne on your right arm that's developing. And it's got like uh the pustules are growing and it's gross as hell. I didn't need this immersion. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> I'm just punishing you for succeeding. Wow. Bitch, <laughs> uh, but okay. Eh, come on, the curse of the simulacrum's gotta at least have some bite to it. 
Yeah, I know that makes sense. I'm just, I'm just glad I'm not, I'm not wearing my crown. <laughs> that would have been Mar awkward. Margrave just sort of keeps, you know, stares back at you. He knows you know. Mm -hmm. But he also knows no one will believe you. Wait, how does he see me? I'm shadowing. Ah, right, you're shadowing. I forgot. You're all you know, being stealthy. About I'm this. shadowing. That's yeah. it. Boom. We're, we're yeah. all stealthy. Yeah, you know, he can't really, like, you know, figure out that he's following you right now. You're just always the same room. Like, he knows you're there, but, you know, he thinks you're just kind of like, you know, it's coincidence in his mind. Mm. Exactly. There you go. That's exactly yeah. how I wanted it. As time goes by, uh, Marion, you do some reading from the scrolls. And you do get some information. You learn Whoa. of a spell Whoa. from the scrolls. The spell forces, you know, forces someone to get undisguised. If they have the benefits of the simulacrum disguising abilities, reciting this spell will remove will remove the costume. Whoa. There's mm -hmm. only one catch. You will lose five sanity every time you use this. Hmm. I'm not using it anyway. I'm not using my sanity anyway. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Train arrives in Belgrade after, uh, after some time. There are black chickens all around the train car. Uh... Kirk Groening departs, and so does Danton. They go outside to share a smoke. So does the Count. The Count goes out as well. No one else seems to be in the salon car right now, except for Margrave. Let's fuck him up, then. No, yes. How do you want to go want? about this? I yeah. am pro, but how do you want to go about this? Well, he's alone in there, right? Mm hmm Yeah. Let's just cast a spell. Oh, okay, you want to cast a spell. Okay, cool. Because ah, yeah. I was just like, we can't just go in and like shoot the guy that would get us probably like... And then <laughs> after we cast a spell, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Okay, I'll make but sure to have that. my gun. Yeah, I have a gun. And then he probably kills us. Because... <laughs> yeah, fuck! The simulacrum wait, protects wait, wait, him wait, from all the there... But... Okay. I don't know. Let's just do it. And we'll see. Is there a way to restrain mm. someone magically? Mm, probably. That I know? Is no. There... I have a switch okay. point. Can I use that? <laughs> then yeah, sure. Let's just do it. I mean, I I would like a plan, but yeah. Uh, shoot him until him or you are dead. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. I I cannot help out, by the way. Yeah. Mm. You can cast a spell there. Mm, I can cast this spell, and then I won't be doing anything else. Would that take you down to zero? No, it won't take me to zero sanity, but I don't have any combat capabilities anymore. Yep, because of the lack of the simulacrum. Alright. I can draw Elder Signs. <laughs> yeah! 
That's the cool yeah. complex one now. Yeah. That that that's what I can do. I have a magic do eyeball. It. Do it like your like your life depends on kind of does. As you plot out your uh, your plan to kill him. You get ready. You walk into the salon car. It's perfectly Actually, empty. Can I elder sign all of us? Protect sure. against magic. Go right ahead. I have a phone. Thank you. I'll take but, another. But like, Odette, yeah. Odette already has an elder sign. Odette already has the elder sign, yeah. So yeah. lose three sanity. Nice. Wait, so what does the elder sign do? Protection. It'll, it's a protection spell. It's kind of vague in its ability. Basically, it will reduce damage from uh, magic-based attacks. But, like, we lose the sanity, right? No, I lose. Marion loses oh, the sanity. Oh, you lose sanity. Okay, thanks. You gonna cast the spell, Marion? Yeah, then I'm gonna spell Mehmet. You walk up to Margrave. He goes, oh, hello. Hello there, miss. What can I do yet? And as you cast the spell, the disguise disappears. Mehmet is revealed. And he goes, well, well, well. I don't, I, I don't even let monologue just uh, go for shooting. Never interrupt the the, the monologue. Let him monologue. You fire off a bunch of you fire off yeah. a bunch of things. The monologue gives him power. Fired. Gunshots are fired. Three men board onto the train. The three men or two men board onto the train. Danton and the count. And then they both say, "Kirk Groening's been murdered." Oh my God! What are you doing? This is and a murder. Like, Who's this guy? And then he's the murderer. Mm. Just We're trying of... to detain him! No, it, he couldn't have killed Kurt! I mean... And then... Mechmet just kind of sighs as you're shooting at him, and he's just kind of bored. Oh, please. I've got nothing I want from you. Work with me and I can let you take over the world. Please, it's my treat. No. Can I try hit with a knife? It is a shame, because I do have my own plans, and as he says that, the Count says, Look out the window! Mm, and no. I, I'm not no. letting Margaret no, go. Look out the window! There is cloud with the train! And you feel the train begin to speed up. Oh. This is real bad. Faster. Well, that's a chicken's prophecy. And faster. While fucking attacking. He's not monologuing. Please open return document number 10. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. The skinless, the skinless one? He's already here. And he's gonna make oh. sure I get to London just fine. Then. All right. Well, that's the cool twist. I turn to the others. A am I allowed to blow the train shoot now? Can I just the train? Uh, can you just roll? Give me a spend a point. Roll sense trouble real quick before you decide to do that. Who me? Yes, you. Okay. I just kind of just try and make my way up, like just rush to like the engineer's like front compartment. You realize that. 
shooting the train is a terrible idea. Oh. One, it wouldn't do anything, and two, even if you manage to kill the train, that might kill everyone else. Victory. Well, still better than dooming the world, I guess. And That's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Oh no. Okay. Oh, and also, as you start thinking about this, uh, something strange is happening to the train. Please open also return number 11. It turned into a castle. Okay. That's odd. Oh. Okay, that is. I'm too distracted by the tentacles. Awesome. Yeah. And he j and Mechmet just looks at you and just goes, "Look, it's over. I don't even need to kill you, people. I've already won." Well, we so need to kill you, so. Yeah. You can't like, kill me. Nah, well, sure. we, we'll try. I hope you don't mind. Yeah. Ah, waste your ammunition. Who says I'm going to use ammunition? Like, throw him off the train or something, like when we're passing over water. He's never going to get to London within the one, uh, 100 hour time frame. Yeah. You're saying we just have to delay him? Yeah. That's what I've been saying. If we can keep him. Long I mean, enough, yes, we can... also die, but, but we also stop him. All right, and as I don't you, know, this feels a bit out <laughs> As you say that, he reveals his final form. He turns, he his costume changes into that of an Ottoman Janissary as he pulls out a magically laced scimitar and says, Fight me. As he stands up from his chair. I have a question, Nash. Yes. Can people as a combat action try to rip a piece of the simulacrum from him? Yes. You could try that. I, I think that, I'm Then I recommend that. you try doing that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not so doing like, because I can fight. Trying to get the pieces, right? Yeah, like pull off the piece of the simulacrum. Okay. I'm I, 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 done doing I, it. I want to, uh, I think, charge, go low, tackle, tackle from like the waist, hit him. Yeah, I got, I got like athletics and I got scuffle. So roll scuffling for that, Odette. Okay. If only it could have been. By the way, if you want to help, you can give him plus one to the roll, Joanna. Yeah, doing it. Okay. I needed that. I did not. Oh. And then he just stands oh. there and looks at you, disappointed in thinking that you could oh. just tackle him. He hmm. draws his sword back. Toprock, this is your chance. You have a ch moment to act, or else both Joanna and Odette will die. Oh, no, 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 no. Why do you do this to me? Okay, uh, I can either shoot or to my trusty lesson. Use your whip to like rope a simulacrum off. Alright, I'm using my whip. Uh, athletics, that will be right? Yes, athletics. Please roll. Alright, guys, I'm giving my all. Hopefully, this will be enough. Let me see what you got. 
plus. Shit. You hmm. lasso the sword out of his hand. Oh. You pull it towards you. You have this magical sword now. Cool! I got While I'm here, can I just try and like peel like a. The archaeologist in, my, in me is very happy right now. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna roll let's something real quick. Hang on. Nope, nothing happens. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Don't curse uh, by this sword. Mechmet is gonna try to break out of the the mild grapple you have on him right now. Just hugging, basically. He's just hugging him. Just give yeah, him a big a, old hug. Just a bear hug. Like, mm. It's not what I meant to do. You feel this train is also going at ludicrous speed right now. That's okay. So, uh, yeah, he's not gonna break out of that. <laughs> it's just water. And you say I'm weak. And I say I'm weak. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Odette, what do you do? I'm here. I have him. I think I'm gonna try and. Peel off a piece of the armor if that's possible. Piece of the simulacrum. I've no clue how that works, but yeah, go go right ahead. Try to peel it, it off. I'm gonna need to just like roll and hope for the best. In theory, it's armor. What do I need to roll? Just straight. Athletics or occult would do it. Hmm. Well, I don't have occult, but I certainly have athletics. What would occult do? do? Uh... Basically, it would give you sort of the knowledge figure out how to take it off. Well, like, could I do like, that? know something about it. Could I do okay. occultism and yell it to them? Try it. Roll. Are you, are you gonna... Marion, you do that first, and then Odette. Yeah, that'll add, like, a plus one, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, add one to the roll. Yeah. Marion figures out... Okay. Say these words as you're pulling this off. Yeah, it Go. Oh, yeah, you do it. You pull off, like, the left leg. And he's just like... Nice! No, 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 no. This is impossible. This is impossible! The left leg. Father, why didn't you teach me everything? Toss it to me. Yes, eat this thing. You yeet it to him. Mary, Yes. And already you feel the power returning to you. Do you wear the simulacrum, or do you want it to turn back into its statuette form? Statuette form, I think. Let, let, let's it not... condenses back into a little leg. It's gonna make it harder for him to take it back, I hope. And he just goes, no, Joanna! Do you want to do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah! Go for it. Also, can I combine things? Because I have this stray occult uh, point. Can I just put that in my athletic roll? Or is that like, not, not okay? I'm not going to allow you to mix stats right now, but you still get a plus one because Marion explained how to do it. Cool. <laughs> and let me roll for him. That is eight. You take it off. Woo-woo! Yes! With the, with, the leg in, with the leg in hand, you toss the... 
but the other leg you toss it over to Marion, who has the who now has the who now has the other leg. Marion, catch! Already, Marion's Thank psychic you. powers are returning. Things are looking up. Toprak, you have this sword. What can yes. you do? Yes. <laughs> um, just to be curious, mm-hmm. could I use archaeology on this sword to... Does it have any powers? I don't know. Spend a point. I have archaeology. I gotta use it, alright? Okay, you spend the point from archaeology and I'll tell you things about it. Yes. Scimitar the scimitar has a has a particular aura around it. It's very peculiar, I'll say that. But it is uh very powerful in the in terms of how it's able to uh you know, this might be since it is of the simulacrum's creation, it could pierce the simulacrum, maybe. Oh. We got <laughs> we could, could destroy it. Not destroy it. Nothing can destroy the simulacrum. Mm-hmm. That's a fool's errand, as you've come to learn. But it could pierce the, through the simulacrum and hit the wearer. You could stab him! Yeah, yes, Joanne, I can. And a dummy! Oh, it's more of a slash. It, 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 it is a scimitar. It should be more of a slash, if anything. Well, I can weaken him, and you can take the other pieces off him. Yes, yeah. please do that. Stab him! Yeah. Mesh, I stab him. Well, that would be, uh... That would be probably weapons, but, uh, I'm just gonna let you roll and add, like, plus two. Because this is awesome. (laughs) Tell me what happens. You jam it in there. You stab him right in the heart. Mehmet's eyes go blank as he begins to writhe and retch. You swing the sword down like a crowbar as the stab is in him, pulling off two parts of the simulacrum in one fail swoop, the head and the chest. Woo! They fly over to Marion as the simulacrum statuette form begins to reassemble. The train moves at an accelerated speed. And then, Danton Sizorbic pulls out a gun, shoots at shoots shoots at Mechmed also, dealing a little more damage to him. Oh yes. Aww, that's cute. And then he reveals, "I never really was who I said I was." Of course. I am. <laughs> I am in fact Superman. <laughs> he is actually the legendary assassin, uh, the legendary Australian assassin. Mm. As oh, that's nice. I read about you. Oh, that's nice. But who was he again? Oh, he was the bumbling idiot. <laughs> nice. Oh. Thank you, thank Thank you for helping out. It's appreciated. Yes. No problem. Thank you for not being be the bumbling mess for real. We will pay you. I roll my um. eyes and I'm like, fine. Okay. All right. Marion, you have your psychic powers back. At this point, you have enough of the simulacrum. Well, I'll mind, but I'll mind blast him. Give it all that I can. Roll me the damage. 
So minimum damage. Minimum damage, but still, it's something. He's already... By, by Empire, by Crown, he begins to despair. It's supposed to be just, meant to uh, be. Oh, oh death! Despair! Woo! Uh, what's left <laughs> on him? He's only got the arms left. Uh, let's just tear off that arm. Tear oh. off the arm. Casual. Yeah. It's no biggie. Yeah. Just tear it off. It needs a form of the word. <laughs> so I, sh I should roll point here. I'm going to serve that plus one from earlier, so let's just yes. go here. Mm -hmm. go. Okay, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah, you take off another arm. Yeah. And then he's ah. just... No! No! Joanna, yeah. I assume you're going to try to do the same? Buddy, your yeah. plan is Can I also slap him with it afterwards? Because I believe that's the last part. Yep. Yeah, hey! Alright, let's see. Um... Yeah, this one is for Irene. Mm, okay. Oh! If that does not hit, I do not know what does. With an 11. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you rip the arm off, you smack him with it. He feels like the shame of being hit by his own weapon. Marion has the complete simulacrum again. Toprak. Finish him. My pleasure. I could add weapon skill, right? Yeah, you could. Let's finish the bitch. Let's finish the bitch. Finish him! Da, da, da. Oof. Oh, you needed that. Oh, that's good. Slightly <laughs> like less epic than I more time through the heart. The scimitar begins to dissipate as he dies. He slowly disintegrates into dust. Boom. Mechmet has been defeated. Invisible, was it? Awesome. Very nice, but what is happening to the train? The train is still accelerating at miles upon miles per hour at speeds you've never seen before. This is ridiculously fast. Everybody uh, on the train is super confused. No, the weapon dissipated. No! The train is accelerating incredibly fast. A what is it? A fucking cathedral spawned on the back of the train? What? Occultism yeah. to try and figure out how to slow it? Or Cthulhu uh, Mythos for that? that uh, Cthulhu Mythos for this. As yeah. I have uh, Cthulhu Mythos! Guys. Put the brakes on. Spend Three. a point from Mythos if you want to know this. You will lose a scene. Well, I'm willing to do it. It's fine. You yeah. don't have to. You are not. Okay, do it. Marion, as you begin to realize what is happening. Okay. You realize that there are probably cultists at the front of the train who are currently working to keep the Nilarhatep summoned in this realm as the skinless one. The only way that... So they are keeping him summoned. So long as they are still summoning him, the train will be accelerating at these ludicrous speeds. However, the news that their leader is dead might cause them to dissipate. But as you say that, you also hear footsteps coming from that cathedral car as a sounds of tumbling and just feels kind of gross. 
Mm. Okay. I, Fuck that. I, we're moving to the front of the train. Yeah, yeah, we're ready to the Just go to the front of the train, put all the cultists in the doom train, and then figure it out there because then we have immediately like shoved them out of the picture and then the well, can just go ahead. We'll just it. fucking wave the simulacrum about and yell at them that we've killed Mehmet and they better fucking stand down. Yeah. Uh, if that do doesn't this? work, doom train. What? I but genuinely do that, and I want to put my intimidation behind it. I, I have we'll put some intimidation, and if you throw one point of hypnotism there, I'll give a little bonus. It's the hypnotism uh, intimidation I want to use. Oh, yeah. What goes down is this, like, they begin to freak out. They mm. begin to start slowly dissummoning the train. You look behind you, and as... And as they slowly begin to, like, as the train starts to disappear, the cathedral car also goes away. And you notice that it was the Jigsaw Prince trying to take the simulacrum. And he what? fades into the night as he disappears. You foil again, you... Yeah. The train begins to slow down as it, as it turns back to normal. The train goes back into re-enters the realm of normality. Every, and as you do, the train arrived in Paris incredibly ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Hey baby, I'm back. No, it's like ridiculously ahead of schedule. Well, that's good because we need to get to London, and this might have saved us a little time. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit for the uh, train that gets you from Paris to the Pas de Calais to show up, but yeah, you're ahead. In the meanwhile, since uh, since at this point there's really uh, not much left to do the train, I will just kind of fill you in on everything that goes down afterwards to kind of explain some of the plots, just so you have an idea of what was, of what was happening. I'll check basically, in on the resolution. Basically, you learn from looking at the remains of Danton Sazorbic's bag, uh, before, because he has to leave because he's been outed as an assassin and he's about to get arrested if he doesn't flee quickly. You find out that apparently Baron von Baron hired him to take out Kurt Groening. Mm. So that's a thing that occurred. You find also that you find out a few other things, specifically that. The Count and the Countess really have never gotten along, but that the Countess started the affair with Kurt because the Count was having affairs with other women. Mm. And that really this marriage was just for, for appearance. You find out that Mike Gatling just wanted to report on them, so was uh, given the story by Michael Margrave, so, you know, Margrave wouldn't be embarrassed, of, wouldn't have his plans to be with the Delgaradas ousted. And that Rama Hotet, Jack Malone, uh, and uh, Elena were all innocent people who had nothing, that were doing nothing of interest. Danton just wanted a job? No, Danton was the, was the assassin. Sorry. Oh, was? Oh. Yeah. Wait, so oh. he had a job. He had a job. Oh, wait, I misunderstood <laughs> this completely then. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, Rama was secret, was perfectly a normal dude. Oh. Just really into the occult. Elena was... Also, perfectly honest, she really is a spy, and she's glad to know that the case regarding the uh, regarding uh, regarding the plot against Prince Edward VIII has been handled. So you're saying they're actually like... 
player characters. What? You're saying that they're actually player characters. Yeah. And Jack Malone just wanted to help you out. Ah, Jack Malone's adorable. I should probably I should probably apologize to my colleague for not trusting her and then like explain the situation because honestly like Elena, I, so, I, I already had Irene turn on me. I couldn't have that happening again. I'm just happy that we've unearthed the plot against Prince Edward. Uh, now yeah. at this point, the way I see it, I'm gonna mention this because if you do this right I think the four of you are probably going to get knighthood. So, oh. look forward to that. Oh, damn. Yay. And finally, the people of uh, the Simplon Orient Express inform you that ahem, madames, monsieurs, we owe you our lives. We cannot explain what happened. But we give you this, and they hand you four special, like, plastic black tickets, <laughs> and say, these guarantee you free rides for the rest of your lives. Oh. Oh, you kindly. Thank you. So you now have a, so now if you choose to keep this character for the sequel campaign, you'll get to, you'll get to, uh, you'll get the special privilege of being able to use the Orient Express as much as you want. Yeah. And they're first It's like class. a Doom Train, but fancy. Uh, yeah. It, it can actually go places. Good plan. Like, um, in, the first, in the first session, you get the... If, you've, if you complete the campaign, you get the Orient Express. Yeah. <laughs> and now, finally, as you board your train, go into the Pas de Calais, so you can get back to London. Uh, please open Return 6 and Return 7 for latest newspapers. Anything else better to do? Okay. <clears throat> hmm. Oh! Okay, then. <laughs> oof. Yeah, that's... Big uh, oof. That's quite a news. Which one? Uh, spin uh, the across Europe. This is from giant skin. Hmm? Oh, yeah. They were skinning people so they could summon uh, the skinless one to be the train. Oh, yeah. No. That takes... that's, why, that's what was with all the murders. That he takes murder. quite a lot of flesh. It's a lot of skin. Yeah. Well, the skin so... is the biggest organ of the body, so... Look, Julius Smith. He's confirmed dead. Robert McKenzie. Also, I would like to mention real quick that uh, I think Joanna should take interest in rereading Return 4. Okay. Hmm. That should put the fear of God oh! in, yeah. Wait a minute. 
Oh. So so basically, they were trying to get at my sister. Are they? But they didn't. I think so. This is in Islington. That's London. You're nowhere near. Yeah. I know, but that's why they're at my sister now. Well, let's see what happens. As you finally arrive in London, after a long journey, you're finally, for some of you, home. And for Toprock, this is your first time here. Yeah. But like you have much time. You've got to get to Islington, and you've got to find that, that damn, uh, that damn scroll. You find somebody at the station, and he has a sign saying, Excuse me, I'm looking for a Mr. McRat. He booked a cab. Mr. McRat? McRat? Can I assess honesty on this guy? Yes, I'm sure he's not. <laughs> yeah, sure. Spend assess honesty. Yeah. Oh, here's the full story. He's looking for Mechmet. He's a normal cabbie. He doesn't know, he doesn't understand the name, and he misheard it as Macrat. Mm. I, I figured that much, but then. Yeah. No, he's telling yep. the full truth here. He's just a dumbass. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. us. It's our troop name. Oh, you're the Macrats. Okay. Uh, uh, where are you going, <laughs> uh, Macrat clam? <laughs> We're going to Islington, was it, right? Yes. Yes. Man, Islington. Oh, okay. Uh, the post. Wait, haven't you heard about the murders? That seems a bit yep. dangerous. Yeah. We're, we're perfectly capable of looking out for us ourselves. Thank you very much. I'm sure you are. Don't worry, I have a gun. With the, yeah, with the Mac Rats. We'll chill. Oh wow, <laughs> guys. Oh man, the Mac Rat Clan is so cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he drives you over there. As you come into there, you notice that like a fog has pulled into the area, that it's, you know, very thick and dense, that the world mm -hmm. kind of distorts around you a little bit. Things aren't right. quite right. Things feel a bit weird. Lose two stability each. Mm. Uh, Things seem very I... unnerving. There mm -hmm. are... But you've made it. Mechmet Markayat's antique store. Well, we've we got to search it, don't we? Macrat. And as you, you know, get out and doors locked. It's, uh, anybody got locksmith? I got locksmith. I have a gun. Go for it. <laughs> I have locksmith. I'm going to use locksmith money. Spend a point. Yes. And Do I as... need to roll as well? Or... No, no, you're good. And as Joanna opens the door, you open it up slowly. I need everybody except everybody to roll a d4, except for Joanna, who needs to roll a d6. Okay. Three. This is probably oh, the amount before anything else happens, you healed back 1d4, uh, let's see. You healed back uh, three sanity each if you lost any from your restful train oh, drive. Okay. You also okay. got eight points back if, to put anywhere you want. Oh, oh right. thanks. 
But, uh, Odette, you lose oh, three sanity. Okay. Marion, you lose one. Uh -oh. Dumbrock, you're just wigged out. You lose four. Uh, uh, and Joanna, you lose three. Yeah, I called it. And Plus one just more. got some back. Plus one you... more! Because you walk in, and you see a mound of skin and flesh. You see the heads of people from all over Islington. Your sister being one of them. No! Those didn't save her. She didn't wear them that day. Damn it, Irene! Oh wait, I'm sorry. Damn it, Delilah! <laughs> oh. And sorry, oh. Jesus. Is that who? Oh no! Benno's. Oh. oh. Sweet prince. Benno's. This mound of skin begins to slash and prepares for a fight. Oh. Oh, I am, all right. I am completely wrecked out. I am crying my eyes. Joanna, you do nothing. I'm not even grabbing my gun. It's just, it's just too much. My, I lo I'm losing a better of stability. I'm just... Yeah. Ah. Lose four stability. Three yeah. stability. For losing up it. Three stability. Yeah. Uh, well, Ma Marion is going to put her hand on uh, Joanna's shoulder and say... I understand how much you have lost and that you and how deeply you'll miss your sister but please we're essentially we're essentially family now and we need you right now oh yeah <laughs> and and she just looks at Marion and while still crying she kind of nods like yeah, I'll try, but I'm not gonna stop crying if you mind. <laughs> Take a shot. You're going to have okay. a minus two penalty if you're gonna do that. Okay. Uh, can I use a point from psychoanalysis for to negate that? Yes, you can. Two points to negate that whole. Yep. Two points. Yes. I do that. So okay. you're good. You can take a shot. Yes. Oh. Nine. Oh. Roll 2d6 plus 3 for the damage. Nice. Seven. In a Could have been worse. In a fit of rage. You shoot, and shoot, and shoot, and shoot. You're sick and fucking tired of this occult nonsense. The world doesn't so make dread. sense, and you keep shooting and shooting and shooting at this thing. Yes! Two more stability, and one sanity. Okay. But you shoot, and you kill this thing. Implicitly, you've also <gasps> killed your sister. Yeah. And that's the shock. Okay. But it's open. Another thing that just... You kind of break a little from having done yeah. that. 
Now, Mechmet did say that the scroll, that there is a scroll here with the ritual cleansing. If you can find it, you can break the curse. Not sure how you'll destroy the simulacrum, but you can at least live to fight another day. It's going to be in the bear, isn't it? There's no bear in is here. There's no bear in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bear with the hidden they scroll. Your, Those were the good old days. Your, uh, they put your hand in the bird bath. That's oh, why. No. <laughs> I was walking to the oh, there's the bear. It's an in joke. Okay, so I'm, I'm oh. going to leave the searching up to you guys. Um, I'm having a little meltdown. Yeah, I get that. Of course. Thank you. And I just like kind of went to the floor next to the to the skin pile. <laughs> we will look around. Yeah. Um, in the shop, there is a portrait on the. There's a portrait uh, hanging over his little his little desk. There is a there is a uh, small. There are some books on some shelves, and there is a. Uh, and there is also, uh, you know, a little chest in there as well. This is, uh, what, what do you want to look at in particular? What speaks to you? Uh, all right. Uh, an idea popped in my head. Am I able to use the conceal oh, stat to think of where I would hide some hide something here? I'll allow it for reverse engineering. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'll just uh, might as well try it. You look at that painting, and you move the painting, and you find a safe. Mm. Yeah, but unfortunately, Joanna's kind of indisposed right now, so lock picking is kind of out of the question. Maybe he wrote the code down somewhere. I'm gonna check his desk. Just look through his notes and stuff. Hmm. You find a bunch of uh, books, lab like uh, books with their Dewey Decimal numbers, like listed in a ledger that he's mm. trying to sell. It looks like maybe that means something. Is it library use to try and crypt that together, or spend a point from library use? Yeah, I'll do that then. All right. You get an idea. You look at the books on his shelves and the books with the Dewey Decimal System and you start pulling those books off and opening them. Oh, and you find that he hid the code there for somebody else to find in the books. Doing this, you figure out the combination to the safe, open it up, crack the safe open, and there it is. Hmm. The scroll. Look at this. And it's got a translation ready to go. Oh. That's handy. Maybe a little suspicious, but... To be fair, it is old Turkish. Yeah. And it says, here you go, boss. That's... The scroll has been translated as you asked for. Uh, good... Good luck with the plan. Alright. What a polite henchman. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. No, I suppose this is okay. I mean, they already did the sending of this in this one, so I doubt they would have another copy here. So this 
Was there another location we needed to go with for this, or is it fine if we just do it in the basement? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, you could do it in uh, basically, you know, anywhere really. You can go down to the basement if you want to. Then we what's might the... as well do it in the basement, right? Yeah. What's in the basement? Lock the front door. Yeah, you lock the front door. There's nothing in the basement. It's perfectly fine. The ri the ritual is just some uh, words that you just need that just one person needs to recite while holding the simulacrum. Oh, I pass it. To you. Yeah, I'll do that. Mm. And as you as read the it, resident mage, you read the scroll. Know that I love Marian, you all. You begin to feel a force in your head. You're fighting with it, fighting, fighting. It's gnawing at you. This crippling feeling, like somebody's trying to steal your brain. And you fight, and fight, and fight. Roll hypnotism. <laughs> yep, you just want me to roll? Yep, just roll it. Oh! No. Oh. I'm trying to take numbers that high. <laughs> this is the sort of symbolic sort of you didn't stand a chance sort of thing. Oh, no. In for that. But you fight as hard as you can. You do everything in your power to resist the force that's trying to consume your brain. But it's just as if the world is collapsing around you. You're fading Not out of really. view. The world becomes black and darker and darker and darker and you begin to lose consciousness you can't hold on much longer before she fades knowing I, yes i want everyone else to just deafen except for marion and i what was your plan i just want to hand off the book I'll say how you hand off the book to them. Looks like you throw it in your last moments of consciousness. Uh, I'm going to describe this to you. I think you know she, what you're doing. She just wants to give the book to Odette since he's probably closest. Yeah. Okay. And as the darkness begins to interrupt you and you feel as if you're not going to be much longer, you hear two things. A voice and a whistle. Spend one point from the correct stat, and I think you can figure out what this is, and you get the ending. What, what do you mean? She accepts. You hear that there's just this voice trying to tell you to grab this his hand. It sounds so familiar to you. Belgian voice... I just and need to hand this off, and my hand is yours. He extends the hand out. And right as you feel like as if this force is about to take over your brain, you grab the hand, and it pulls you on board this, pulls you on board the doom train. Gave us quite a scare there. Good to see you again, Marion. Thank you for giving me an out. No worries. This other man is also aboard the train and just tells you, 
<sighs> well, that took a lot of effort out of us, but we certainly figured a way to deal with that. Uh, hello again, uh, Vitus Varnus, the, uh, you met me we... in the, back in Dreams of Grab. Yes, we did met me, didn't we? That's yes. odd. I had forgotten. I've been following you for quite some time, and, uh, believe me, I never like knowing where these things go. Well, thank you for the aid, and thank both of you so much for your, uh, for your aid, and, I'm, oh, I I'm hope my, I hope my companions will do well. But I'm afraid you'll have to embrace this, though. Not much we can do regarding uh, bringing you back to the world of the living, but perhaps you can be of some help somewhere else. Of course. Uh, finding loops in reality is what I do. You see, uh, we'll, uh, we'll go back to the dreamlands. You've got somebody you have to meet there first, but there are countless universes out there. Always got stories to tell and people who need help. If you're willing to do this, I think maybe we might be able to just fight back the forces of certain entities with much more ease. I could hope for nothing else. Welcome to the team, Miss Marion Hunt. Much obliged. Marion twitches, gasping for breath, as if all the life force is being taken out of her. But in her last moments, she reaches into her bag and hands off a black, a little black book to Odette. Oh. Do you take it? I, I suppose, yes. You take the book, you hold on to it for dear life. You put it into your, and put it into like, you know, where you keep all your stuff. <laughs> and then Marion collapses to the floor, but she still has a little strength in her. Uh, I can't be killed. I'm gonna live forever. And then Marion gets back up and laughs. Did you really think you could kill me? I'm Mehmet Markayat. I think ten steps ahead. And you see Mehmet in Marion's body sarasite a complex ritual with the, with the simulacrum. Lose all of your stability you have lost. You pass out in a moment of just shock. You now gain back one stability. So I'm at negative four. Yeah, but you get back up to one. Yeah, you go back up one. As you come to, you see a portal open in the basement on the wall. A complex person. He is tall. New and no skin adorns him. A third eye and a large, muscly mass dawns from atop his head, fez-like in its structure. He emerges from there. The, the simulacrum falls out of Marion's hands, breaking into its pieces. And he is just goes, yes, serve me. We shall take over the world, my vile servant. Everybody, please roll a d6 plus two. Mm. 
Okay, that's how much sanity you lost. Does that kill anyone? Wait, uh... uh I'm back. Dead. Please turn back to one. Uh... I'm not, saying, not so far. I'm not nope. dead yet. I'm still not okay. yet. Are you dead, Odette? No, I'm good. Congratulations! You survived staring at an Elder God. That was the last sanity check I'm ever going to do for the rest of the campaign. Yeah, I've done it before. Holy shit! But here's the problem. As the, skin, as the skinless one stands before you, he says, None wear the simulacrum. The usurper is unworthy. And he extends his hands as if he is expecting to receive something. Mehmet is in disbelief. All right, folks, you got a little bit of time on you. You have one action each before Mehmet begins to fight back. Wait, um, but wait, is he gonna fight the endless one or us? Depends what you do. The pieces of the simulacrum are scattered all over the basement. Six in total. The skinless one is just standing there expecting to receive something. I I want to grab one of the pieces. I just dash for it and grab like a leg or an arm or something. Just hold on to it so he can't give the... Yeah. Or we have to harness them. I mean, I want to get one action. If you want so to, as your I... action, you can spend a point from either a cult or Cthulhu to see if you what on earth the skinless one is trying to do. I, I think I, want I to... have both the. I have a cult and. But I still kind of want to just grab one of the pieces. You grab a piece. You grab the leg. You grab the left yes, leg. Thank you. Oh, Debt. What do you do? Okay. Uh, I'm. Hmm. I'm between like three options, dang it. I I think I'm gonna take the risk. I may see what the hell is he trying to do, the skinless one. You gonna spend one from either mythos or a cult? I think I have to go mythos. Mmm. <laughs> Lose a sanity. Okay. Does that kill you? No. Here you go. You think back to Dreams of Greb. You think back to the death of Laszlo. And you realize something. The Skinless One hates everyone who has wanted to use the Simulacrum to rule the world. So if the Skinless One has the Simulacrum, he no longer has to serve anyone. He wants the Simulacrum so he can destroy it. Hmm. Clever. So, I suppose I'll try and find when to grab more of the simulacrum. It's... You grab. That was your action, though. Toprock. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you inform them, or. But for now, you don't. Uh... I... I suppose I. Do you shout what you say? What do you say to them? Uh, I'll, I'll yell out to the others. Uh, give him the simulacrum, the, the skinless one. Trust me. 
Are you insane? What the hell? Only a little. <laughs> Toprak? It, it's what a good give? decision, trust me. I follow his orders. You take the left arm of the simulacrum. You hand it to the skinless one. Toprak, no! And, and he puts it into his hands and he crushes it. Mechmet begins to wail in pain. You see? Oh. Can mm -hmm. I throw it at him? Like, at the Elder God, not... Your right piece? There. Yeah. At the skinless one? Go right ahead. Yeah, doing that. You throw it. He catches it and he crushes it. He's... Mechmet shrieks again in pain as his body starts to disintegrate. Okay, time to like scatter around the room, grabbing all the pieces and throwing them at the scatterless one. You pick, I assume you're going to do that? Yes, I'm grabbing one of the... Yes. And then you throw the other leg at him. He crushes it. Toprock, you pick up the chest. You throw it. He crushes it. Joanna, you throw the arm. The other arm. Mm -hmm. He crushes it. Mechmet wails in pain as he begins to die. Last piece remaining, the head. Odette, yes. you pick it up. You give it to the skinless one. Mm. And as he crushes it, you see something. <laughs> First, the face of Fenelik the vampire. Then the jigsaw prince. Then Mechmet. Then Joanna. Mm. Laszlo. Toprock, yourself, Marion, and then back to Mechmet. Mm. And as he crushes it, Mechmet shrieks in pain, and he begins to die. As he explodes, he is gone forever. Marion's body has left this world and Mechmet with it. Hmm. And you feel at peace. And as you look for where those, for the curse of the simulacrum is, it's gone. You have been healed. It's over. You saved the world. I, I, I like you sort of nods, nods towards the skinless one. Mm. And now the skinless one has to depart. I would now like. But as he departs, you need to make one last athletics check. Okay. Okay, I guess so. Uh. Yeah, I might as well go. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> old top star staff. <laughs> as as you leave, the portal begins to suck in as much as it can, but you're able to resist falling back into the portal with them, with the skinless one. You have successfully gotten out of the shop, and as you run back into the streets of Islington, you notice that the fog is gone. And that the fog has finally lifted. 
the world is safe. <laughs> we did it. Did we finally win? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure until the DM calls it. I won. You've won? officially won. Woo! Oh. Holy shit, uh, this thing had so many, like, endings. Oh, God. I was like, oh, we did it. And then I was like, nope. And I was like, we did it. And I was like, nope. And I was like, ah! Uh. I would like now, I presented you all a choice earlier, mm-hmm. earlier, about yes. how you wish to, about how you wish to spend your epilogue. Doing so will determine a future campaign I will, whatever you choose, depending on how you vote. You're going to type your answers all at the same time, and you cannot let the other people affect how your character is going to change. Just like the letter? Yeah. Yep. So A, B, or C. Wait, what? A is you oh, hunt okay. the mythos for the rest of your days. You're going to be a, be a, your character will return to the next campaign with some more knowledge than they would have had. Or your character sticks around for the my next campaign, but, you know, doesn't actively hunt the mythos. Or your character does leave the. Or finally, C, your character retires, having seen too much of the world. Mm-hmm. Make your choice and make it wisely. I will handle some epilogues. Joanna, what do you choose? Do I have to say it or do I like type it or DM like, it to me? We supposed you to know what, everyone DM your DM it. No. Because I was all like, a, hmm, I thought this was supposed to be a secret. There we go. Okay. A few days later. And Toprak? I keep hunting. You're going to choose that. All right. Here we go. Mm. Let me know if any of the events I describe in your epilogue changes your mind as a character. First event that happens. One day passes, and you all receive a notice from from His Majesty. You have been given knighthood. All three of you. Marion was given an honorary knighthood as well. A report given back to MI6 has done this in a secret ceremony to guarantee that you will, that the British Crown, no matter what, will help you out if you need it. Second event, a few days later. The funeral for Professor for Professor Smith and Marion Hunt. Odette and Toprock couldn't make it. They had places to be. But Joanna, you're there. The loss of, you know, a person your dad knew. And of course, the loss of, you know, another, and of course, the loss of a friend. It moves you very much. And there's somebody in the crowd. Someone you recognize. Holy shit. Is that who you think it is? Irene? She's alive? 
She better be alive! What? Oh, dead toe proc, you're not there. <laughs> <laughs> I I walk up to her and I I'm kinda shaky at seeing her, but I'm like Magnet's dead, right? So this has to be the real one. I'm like, hey. Hi Joanna. And I just I don't even I don't even speak Viola. I just hug her and I'm like crying on her shoulder. Um, uh, it's nice to see you too. Uh, I'm so glad it's you. Oh my god, this is so stressful lately. And my best Mary is dead. And I thought there was like a you, but it wasn't you, it was the shapeshifter. And, and I was just really worried. I'm so confused right now. I am. I'm kind of. I'm, kind of patting, I'm patting her on the. I'm patting her on the back because she's obviously very, very upset, and I'm kind of nodding like it's okay. It's okay. You know, I was just in Sicily, right? Remember? Yeah, but we yeah, saw remember, you remember, in, remember I, I got shot, and they sent me on leave. What? What are you talking right. about? Like, other me's? What? Joanne, you, right? you thought she was in trees. I thought I thought you were in trees, and what the, I, it, it sounds sorry, so silly. Now. I know Trist? it sounds so silly. What? Who would go there deliberately, Joanna? That's a very good question. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at this time of year as well. And she and and like okay, so she's not like actually laughing, but she is kind of like chuckling at this. And like there's this weight that falls off her shoulder as like Irene is kidding with her, and it's just like it's it's like she can slowly start breathing again, and she just like hugs her extra tightly. It's like oh, I'm so glad to see you. As this goes on. Unfortunately, though, due to recent press attention and a lot of things having gone down, unfortunately, Joanna, MI6 has laid you off with a really good severance package, though, so at least you have that going. I got money! Because I don't have that. To... I mean, you did save the world, so, you know, MI6 gives you a really good severance package for your for all this, and, you know, it's proven to be a pretty good, pretty good deal. Irene, mm-hmm. Irene and, uh, you and Irene will continue to be friends, maybe more so, I don't know. Up to you. But, however, after you got fired, Joanna, you did get an offer. A mysterious organization has offered to contract your labor. They call themselves Caduceus. And they could use your help. They're a uh, humanitarian aid organization. Like, what's this about? I mean, Caduceus sounds occulty in my ears now because everything sounds occulty. I need more reassurances. Occulty is not for. They say that they want to help, uh, you know, developing countries who are, you know, war torn and help bring doctors to those, to those places. And a rich dilettante like you could be just the kind of person they need. That sounds so lovely, boring, and normal. Sounds kind of nice. 
Perfect. You can help them set up their London their London offices since they've already started setting up in New York. Yeah. Next, Odette. You weren't at the funeral for uh, Mar for um, for Marion because you had to make the funeral Laszlo. Yes. You wanted to make sure that his condolences were also given as well. I knew this would be over there. <sighs> yeah. Well, you never thought you'd see the day you'd go to Berlin. <laughs> but yeah. as you arrive at the at the funeral for a great scientist, there's one other person there near the grave, sobbing his eyes out. Yes, I'll approach. I'm sorry. Who are you? My name is Odette Sangley. I, I, I got to know him well. He, he has my condolences. It appears that you were close to him as well. Indeed. I was. Hmm. It's certainly uh, been a tough one. Yeah. My, I'm sorry. I can't be here long. I'll have to leave again soon. I only came mm. back to mourn my friend. My name's mm. Fritz. Uh, Fritz only. I knew him yes. long ago. Okay. Yes. I never got the chance to Say goodbye. It's so I would find him again. Not like this. Yes. yes. I, I I was there when it happened. If there's any condolences, he he went out doing what he loved. He, science. This man holds you tight. Thank you. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> A woman walks up to him and says, Come on, Fritz. We got places to be. <laughs> it was a pleasure meeting you, Odette. As well as you, Fritz. Mm -hmm. Next. A few... A month or two passes... With Odette having held on to the book for a while now, but reluctant to read it, you all four, all three of you meet back up again in Paris, thanks to your free train tickets, yeah. to just read the journal of Marion Hunt to see if there was any parting words she had to give. Oh. Oh. Let's read this book. That's quick. There was a lot of reluctance to initially read it, seeing as how it brings up memories. Should I read it out loud? Or... Yeah, it's one that should uh, read it wants out. to read it out loud, go right ahead. Yeah, sure. Okay. To my friends, the adventurers of the, or the, adventurers of the Orient Express, I ask that you do not mourn me for a multitude of reasons. Highest among them is that this is how I wished my life to end. In search of the unknown, helping a friend, saving the world. 
a more fitting end I think few women have ever met. However, mourn me not for this reason also. I know that I have been a dead woman walking for quite some time, carrying the pieces of the simulacrum as I, as, as I have ensured my doom, which I have come to peace with. The knowledge which I have bestowed on me is worth the trade of life, though. I implore you, do not barter as, I, as have I. Uh, split the burden between you, as would a wiser, less dogged person than I have done before they came to this curse. No, I have no regrets, but that my end need not be yours. Uh, Trisely and finally, mourn me not, for you deserve joy and success, and not tears and defeat. Know that the will is the way, and that my will is my death in a triumph, not a failure. My life against the knowledge that I have gleaned is a worthy sacrifice, if it shall allow you to destroy the simulacrum and see our quest completed. So mourn me not, and carry on, my friends, to the glory that I know that you are destined. And then there are separate pieces to people. So and I Joanna, assume that people read the one for you. Read that. For Odette, read yeah, it for exactly. You. Laszlo and Toprock, you'll read that. Yes. I was about to say. <laughs> okay. For Joanna, you are stubborn and close-minded at your worst, yet hardly can I complain, for you are a sister at your best. Despite our differences, know that I value you greatly and think of you fondly. That you have won both my respect and my friendship. Go forth now with your eyes open and become what you are meant to be. I love you and I believe in you. For that, our stalwart protector, what would become of all of us if you were not there to snatch us out of the most heated? I weep for the scars on your soul, my friend, and only ask that you do not blame yourself for my passing. It was destined and no fault of yours. Know that you are not a killer nor a monster. You are a savior and protector. For Leslo, I shall miss you no longer. I come now to impart the wisdom as promised, fellow seeker. Toprak. Seldom have I met a met of such Seldom have I met a man of such adventure and courage. Take care of friends, and thank you for your unexpected kindness. Uh, for Toprak? Yeah, you just that. Yes. For all of you, please sketch Suzanne's show in New York for me, for more that I will miss it. Give her my black ticket and wish her my deepest love and farewell. Let's see. What follows it's oddly specific of... that she knows, but the fact that she knows that she gets a black ticket. No, she finished Before riding hand. on the train ride back. Okay, cool. Not a plot hole then. Go on. Nope, not at all. Final bits to read. We'll skip the bits on how the simulacrum that is no more. A final word of warning. In my time along the express, I have learned many things. Spells and sigils and things better left unexplained. Yet I fear what may become of you if I leave them unsaid. Here then will follow the eldritch techniques and dark knowledge that I have come to possess, yet I implore you not to read and study them unless there is no other option. What follows is an index of what, of what the following pages will possess, and I ask that you skip over these pages that you do not need. If, for all of you who reprise your characters, you now have the mythos tome of Marion's Black Book. 
Finally, sure. I have marked the last few pages of this book in black. They explain how I've become to think of of the world, how the world works. It is a lesser version of the knowledge that killed our friend, yet I find myself unable to leave it out from this from this my final work. Read it at your own risk, though I ask you do not. I care too keenly for you. If none reads further than this, I have one final thing to say. I have been happy to have been one of you. Goodbye, Marion Hunt. Uh. And with that, Toprock, we handle your epilogue. There were a few things gifted to you and your sister in the midst of Professor Smith's untimely death. They were going to go to Marion, but unfortunately, uh, with her gone, you were the next best candidate. Professor Smith gifted to you a bunch of his journals and personal research for you to look over. Marion's black book also seems to be of use to you. Being the adventuring sort, pursuing the mythos seemed like the best idea, and as you ride the Orient Express back home, you drift asleep, and you wake up at a train station in a place called Sona Nil. At the train station on the bench is another person who looks like a scientist, glasses and a bag he carries with him. Hello, he says. Hello. Been waiting here for some time. So what's your story? It's a strange one. Met a bunch of people. Strange things happened. What's yours? Same. What's your name? Toprak. Toprak Dimir. You knew Marion, uh, Odette, and Joanna, correct? Ye yes. How do you know their names? Best left unsaid. Only way I just ask did they succeed? There was a great sacrifice that they did. <laughs> then I guess it will be worth it. A train rolls up, Henry Peters gets off and uh, and then says, Well, hello, Mr. Chrysler. I believe it is your time to go. It's been good. Good luck, Toprock, in your future endeavors. And he boards the train. Do you try to get on it as well? No. I don't. Good man. Uh, Henry shouts at, shouts at you. Don't worry, you're going to want to get on the next train. This one isn't for you. And I wait. And as the Dreamland Express departs, you sit there at Sona Nil for a while. A little cat comes up. Maybe a pet it behind the scruff of its neck. And then another train arrives. It looks very familiar. Not quite sure where it's from. But you certainly recognize the person who's sticking out their hand 
asking you to come on board. Never fear, Marion is here. If you are hearing this message, and you have made it to the end, and it all worked out, with Marion by my side now, along with Henry, you might be able to make some progress against our common enemy. I have fled into the dreamlands for a little while, but I will be back much sooner than you think. For you see, if we have this right, the boy will be there. And we'll be able to free him. For now, I bid you all adieu, my dear listeners. Until we meet again, and hopefully we won't have to meet again, I'd like to thank you for coming along on this journey with us. Will we be back? Who's to say? But we'll see you next time, dear listeners. You have arrived at your destination, and I have been your humble servant, Vitus Varnus, signing off for the last time. Let's get him back.